0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. First Lady, I'm
1: sorry I pimp slapped you into that giant cabinet.
0: And welcome once again to you have offended this podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who was once part of a motorcycle ninja gang Chad lindsay how you doing, man? well i joined I only joined that motorcycle gang because.
1: My mother was Korean <laughs> and I never knew my daddy. I and I never knew, knew my dad. <laughs> he was black. I don't why do you say black American? My I father don't even was black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, if you haven't guessed already and if you didn't listen to last week which you should have, we are going through the 1987 cult classic martial arts movie Miami Connection. We're going to roll through this. This is a Dude, I don't even know what to say about this. Well, you know movie. what? I'm kind of like- pissed
1: because I'm kind of pissed because, you know, this is just one more Hollywood paint by numbers, by the book movies about a motorcycle gang who's ninjas by night that rip off cocaine dealers and need to be stopped by a crew of taekwondo black belts who are 35-year-old orphans and college students that are also in a rock synth band and they have to take down the uh, drug dealers and the biker ninja gang like how many times is hollywood going to make this movie
0: yeah i'm so sick of this goddamn <laughs> yeah, formula i'm Chad. so I'm sick, so of, sick this, of this formula i'm so
1: sick of these tropes um, <laughs> this this came to my attention just a few years ago and it was on my radar to watch and mm-hmm. i kind of wish i had but there's there's a bar in halifax That is like a bar arcade retro place. And they're like, oh, we're going to play this. But then there was COVID and I missed it and all this stuff. So I was just going, ah, I missed it. Because I wanted to see it for the first time in a bar with a group of people. Yeah. And I had seen some clips and the trailer. But, uh, man, uh, I'm glad that we put this in season two because I I had an absolute blast.
0: Yeah, this is so much fun. Like when when you threw this into the season two list. I remember thinking, like, what the fuck is Miami Connection? Like, I've never even heard of that shit. then I looked it up, and kind of the same thing. Like, I wish that I could have seen this in some little theater somewhere with a bunch of people. Like, this is like Rocky Horror Picture Show shit. Like, once you get to know it, you'd be cheering in all the right spots and saying lines together and stuff. Like, this is on that level of, I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show isn't a quote-unquote bad movie. This is a fucking awful movie.
1: But yeah, but you just root for the people in it. That's yes. The, that's the thing with most bad movies. You like want everybody to die. In this movie, you want them all to get exactly what they want, which
0: is awesome. Yeah, like you. I mean, they're they're a band in a nightclub s- s- singing synth rock about friendship, <laughs> and they're fighting ninjas at night and doing taekwondo demonstrations and going to computer science class like. And you can tell everybody who's in this movie really wanted to make a good movie, like they were trying. Yeah, <laughs> they just didn't have any fucking clue what they were doing. But it they're... comes that that passion comes through of what they wanted to try and do. That's <laughs> so you're the rooting thing. for them. You feel
1: you feel their passion, and it's contagious. And despite the fact that I'm kind of laughing at them initially, like when they're singing about friends. Friends, friends and friendship and, and martial art and taekwondo um <laughs> yeah. at first you're laughing but then you know later on i was just like fuck i wish i had a group of friends that supported me like so much <laughs> you know and they're just like oh you got a letter oh my god come in here let's let's all hug like it's so
0: good <laughs> let's sit down and hug it out shirtless on the couch yeah it's a, yeah <laughs> Yeah, this movie's nuts. But uh yeah, I'm going we're going to have fun going through this one, I think. And this is a movie I will I have not watched for the last time. I'll tell you right now.
1: <laughs> well, I I will say I've been blasting the soundtrack on my way to work and home every day, and it is amazing. Like the music is actually quite good. The lyrics are basically the same thing, like a group of people that are trying really hard,
0: but they just don't quite make it. And I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you're listening to the lyrics and you're hearing Against the Ninja, you're like, wow, that's if anything could scream eighties more, it would it would be, you know, a fucking cabbage patch kid fighting a care bear with a troll doll on his head. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's eighties, dude. <laughs> like this yeah, is screaming eighties. <laughs> and it's the greatest. I mean, that's the shit. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's get into this. Before we do, uh, we want to thank our patrons. You guys rule. If you want to become a patron, the easiest way is go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We have five different levels of support there. If you think this is awesome, you can come in at five bucks a month. That's less than a buck a podcast for the four regular episodes you get a month plus the two bonus Patreon partial arts episodes that you'll get as well and if you want to give us more that's awesome there's levels there for you as well if you want to follow our social media you can do that on twitter at yhotp If you want to go to YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can search You Have Offended This Podcast. And uh, you can find our stuff there. You can leave us comments. You can leave us a review. You can give us suggestions for movies coming up, uh, scenes you like, actors, actresses you like, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. And the website is up now. So if you want to go to www.offendedpodcast.com. You could read the synopsis, and our merch store is up and running now if you want to buy some gear, which looks dope as shit. Sweet yellow jackets! (laughs) Oh, my sweet lord. You want to get one of them right now, the little offended kanji on the front of it? You want one of that. So check that out, see what's up, leave us a review, leave us what's going on with your life. We'd love to hear from you. Wicked. Alright, so let's get into this. So this movie opens with a drug deal on a dock with a bunch of, I'm going to say, underpaid actors. They probably got paid in beer. A lot of Uzis, a lot of fedoras, and a lot of '80s fashion in the in the dead of night here with this little drug deal.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like i I really enjoy like I really enjoyed this opening sequence because, again, right out of the gate, it lets you know what you're getting into. And these guys on the dock are clearly not actors; they're probably students from the Taekwondo school. You I know, would like assume so. Fucking yeah, fucking white belts and you know friends of those guys. YK Cam and you know, those like, guys. Yeah, get get your friends out. You know we get we got to get these guys. So they're just standing on the dock, like you know, peering left to right, like a normal human does not do. Um, yeah. So it's great. And then of course we have the ninjas arrive
0: on their motorbikes. Yeah, you get this look initially that's like if you went to the dollar store and bought a you know Miami Voss you know DVD it's not vice but
1: it's, yeah it's yeah. it's the
0: budget version of miami vice you know yeah i ordered miami vice off of wish.com and this is what i got this is what you get right so these guys come in to try to do this drug deal and then the motorcycle ninja gang rolls up to break it and dude like they're they're crawling through the palm jungles there's like a ninja in a white suit in the middle of the fucking night sitting up on top of the yeah. goddamn on the top of the, the little hut thing yeah holy fuck it's amazing this fight scene because the ninjas obviously come out here and and start to whoop all that ass once these guys get into the the cocaine that they're that they're dealing with we get the first look here at at the bad guy i i called him hank scorpio because he looked like a dark-haired hank scorpio he did actually yeah he had that (laughs) thick thick beard and uh i just needed him to have albert brooks's voice that's all but (laughs) he didn't but yeah, the ninjas come out and then these guys just start shooting Uzis into the Florida jungle. And uh, holy shit, dude. Like, there's swords and, and sword chops to the forehead. <laughs> that one tooth that gets chopped in the head. Ah! And like blood runs down his forehead. But it didn't like actually chop his head off. Because I don't think they had the special effects. They only had the effects to do that once.
1: Well, the, the sword and the blood and stuff, it's pretty gory, right? And yep. that's the one thing about this film is... Tonally, it's weird because it's later on when we meet the band, it's almost like an after-school special yep. um, where everything is super saccharine and wholesome. Yep. And then in these scenes, like, there's blood, arrows to the friggin' chest, swords oh, yeah. to the face, fire and oozies. And, I mean, the fight choreography is not great, but it's it's passable. We'll say it's passable. yeah. A lot of those bigger budget ninja movies weren't really a whole lot better. <laughs> like some of them. <laughs> no, some if of, you if you look at American Ninja, ninja, movies, ninja yeah. the
0: shittiest fight scenes in American Ninja are the best fight scenes in this. Yeah, you know what that's I mean. Like, where we, yeah, that's kind of where we are. And yeah, like th- there's a couple of scenes where the guys, like the quote unquote stunt man, again, who is probably a friend of YK Kim, just comes out with like a pipe, and is standing there waiting for the ninja to run up at him. Oh and then yeah, yeah. Two little quick strikes, and then the ninja cuts his arm off. <laughs> you remember? Yes. And he's like, "Ah!" Yes. And the yes. fake stump arm is like, <laughs> <and> laying
1: there. <laughs> the edits not like it's that not awful. Not, it's not awful. There is some real bad editing choices in this later, where things go on far too long. But oh yeah, that 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 quick edit of you know the swing the slice the arm falling to the ground cutting back to the guy with the you know just his shoulder stump and his arm tucked in um uh, yeah. was decent but then the Not ninjas bad. steal the cocaine and drive away <laughs> on their motorcycles on which is, fucking motorbikes i've never seen a ninja motorcycle gang and this was awesome
0: there are so many t-shirts i want to make with respect to this movie <laughs> That would yes. that would immediately identify who you could hang out with at a bar or a or a barbecue or something. There's so many because the ninjas here all go back to their little Japanese hut hideout thing, and they're all kneeling around. And then the white ninja comes in, who's the leader, and sits down and like is asking like, "Hey, where's the money? Who got the mo- who got we got the coke? Where's the money? Blah blah blah," and they end up getting the money here. Or he ends up getting the money, but like, it cuts away so quick from this scene, which is kind of what I want, right? Like, he's talking to the ninjas and trying to see what's going on with them. But then it immediately cuts to the opening credit of, the, you know, the PJK group, or PGK, or whatever it is. But then it cuts right to the fucking bar for the opening musical scene. And we're, yeah. we're like six and a half minutes in, and we're in the opening credits. And YK Kim is doing split kicks on the stage with Dragon Sound playing Taekwondo rock music.
1: It's, uh, it's, you, you have to see it. You can't even properly describe this to somebody because no. basically they're on stage and they're cross cutting to the leader of the ninja biker gang. Who's got this little Fred from Scooby-Doo scarf ascot on <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and they're ripping through the city. And then these guys are all shirtless on stage wearing fucking gee pants and belts and jamming and
0: rocking out inside a packed club and sing and singing like they had the cocaine and we're in the club now like they're narrating the the song like a fucking van
1: damme movie that's one of the best things about this film is that the music is good but when they start playing the opening whatever that song is like it literally starts telling you what's happening because it's like (laughs) Bikers yeah. by day, ninjas yeah. by night. They'll steal your cocaine. They'll steal your cocaine. Like that's the third line, and I'm like, that's exactly what happened in the film. That's, in that's that what I've order. watched so far. Yeah, bikers by day, ninjas by <laughs> night. They'll steal your cocaine. They take your life.
0: <laughs> Just like what. What am I recap the first 6 minutes that yeah, I just watched. Yeah. This is what you
1: just saw. This is currently the <laughs> opening credits. <What> are these
0: <laughs> Not sure what the font is. Yeah. We haven't picked it yet. <laughs> this is fucking incredible. So the 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 ninja biker gang goes over and now meets up with Scorpio and his boys at the club and they go in to end up watching dragon sound play their little packed nightclub song here
1: well just before we go there Please. i'm 90 percent sure that all of those guys that were killed at the docks are also the guys hanging out outside the bar just oh, in they're 100 all the yeah, yeah just, <laughs> i'm just like yeah hey, didn't those guys just all like <laughs> seven of those guys just get murdered five minutes ago
0: <laughs> yeah they just took their vest off and their fedora. And put on, like, a sweater and a fucking cardigan, and in they go to watch Dragon Sound rock out to uh, a a very long, basically the full song version of Friends for Eternity. I, I I don't even know what to say about this. This is like a four, four and a half minute version of Friends for Eternity.
1: Well, do you remember when we were watching The Last Dragon? The Last Dragon, And yeah. we were like, they played the entire de Barge song? Well, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: here they play the entirety of the Friendship song. <laughs> and as much as I made fun of it, I'm I sing that song now. Like I actually I'm walking around singing that song to myself. It's I catchy. Know, it's
0: it's catchy as shit because and I hate myself because I'm in my backyard doing work and I'm singing friends for eternity, honesty, loyalty like <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like what the fuck is wrong with my head? Like it sticks in your head. It's fucking earwormy and they're on the stage shirtless with their taekwondo pants on and their belts,
1: yeah, it's it's indescribable, and and nobody's playing. Like, no, the fucking guitars like,
0: aren't even plugged in. <laughs> yeah, they're not even plugged in. It's just like the <laughs> television no television's the the shining. Yeah, it's <laughs> wild. The only one wearing his full, what is it called, a dobok, the taekwondo? Yes, is YK Kim, and he's got his Korean lettering on the back of it, and he's up there doing like. Big old front kicks and split kicks and throwing kicks around and stuff, but then he gets his guitar and they're all rocking out and they look like they're having just the grandest time. They
1: do. And there's a lot of close ups on the guy that looks exactly like John Oates. He
0: John looks Oates. Exactly like John Oates. Or, or a case could be made for Rick Rude. Like, you know. <laughs> a <laughs> case could be made for Rick Rude. <laughs> so that I'm is not... true.
1: I'm not sure, but it's it's really cool, yeah, I, I think Rude mustache as stupid, as stupid as this is, and y k Kim is clearly not playing oh no it's it's fun, like you're just the first time I watched it, I was just like watching it with my my mouth open because everybody in the club is fucking loving this song about friendship and sticking together through thick or thin. And yeah
0: it could have been part of the fucking addison twins remember that old show about, like it could have been a closer for that
1: yes yes the old cbc show
0: yes yeah that's a yeah if you're listening anywhere else other than fucking eastern canada i apologize yeah, for that reference yeah, yeah. that's a that's pretty
1: inside reference dude yeah the
0: addison twins yeah yeah the 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 main lead guitarist here john played by vincent hirsch who is also not playing his instrument at all, starts kissing the lead girl vocalist named Jane, who we find out is the sister of the bad guy who looks like Hank Scorpio. I'm just going to call him Hank Scorpio. Yeah, let's just call him Scorpio. So she's the sister of Scorpio. And he is not liking the fact that she is kissing this John guy on stage. But when they cut to the bikers, they're drinking, like, fucking daiquiris or something. Yeah, I know. They're not.
1: not. Remember Rustler's Rhapsody? is like, oh, this is one of those tough bars. All right, I'll have a warm shot of whiskey with human hair in it. Like, they're drinking (laughs) these little fruity drinks with, like, umbrellas and, like, citrus wedges. And it's like the ninja biker gang leader and the drug dealer Scorpio are sitting there. You know, plotting the demise of the guitar player <laughs> or, as they as they toast with their daiquiris or whatever they had. <laughs> Strawberry little, margaritas. Lady little
0: Niederlander yeah. from uh from fucking the three amigos going up and asking for a pousse cafe. Yes at the, at the bar. Remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck, that's what it looks like. And then they, they cut right from the bar to the music class where Rick Rude or John Oates Just goes up in front and like, oh, do you want to play your scales? Yeah, I'll just go up and play this little solo. But all of his buddies from the band are all there. And they're all just like smiling like, yeah, yeah, you get it, man. (laughs) You play that. Yeah, you play that. That's awesome. Like, they're so fucking supportive of each other. It's amazing. Like,
1: they are incredibly supportive. Like, annoyingly (laughs) so.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's fucking awesome, dude. And then when he finishes and he hits this, he finishes his little play, his little play thing, and he hits this little whammy bar, like, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, yeah, all right, that's awesome. So then the whole band, except for YK, oh no, he's there, YK Kim is there. YK Kim plays a guy named Mark, so I'll call him Mark. But all of them are there, minus the girl, and they walk out and they kind of, all right, man, we'll see you later, John, you go uh, get uh, get Jane, we'll talk to you later. And they kind of give him five and off, they bail. And then we get this ridiculous scene where Jane is in, like, a computer programming class. Yeah. And the, the computer programming teacher, who's a real computer science teacher at this university. <laughs> oh, in real life. Yeah, he's like a real computer science guy.
1: Hilarious. He, I love he it. But he
0: gives this little speech, like, uh, just before we uh, get going in our class here, we just want to talk about our computer programming team. We went to a, a championship there, and they got uh, fifth place, and we just want to give them a big hand. All right, all right, you guys. Good job. Good job, fifth place. No, that was really great. <laughs> Like, fifth. fifth fifth fucking place like why wouldn't you make it's your movie you can make them yeah. anything make yeah. them win like they came in fifth place we they came the- in second last good job guys you're not the worst but you, yeah you know we got yeah. some work to do but good job everybody fifth in all of orlando
1: from <laughs> post-secondary computer programming schools on the commodore pet <laughs>
0: I love that this movie is set. It's supposed to be the Miami Connection, but it's set in fucking Orlando.
1: <laughs> well, I think that that Hank Scorpio is the Miami connect. The connection oh, is that what have he with, is. Oh, okay, I, I didn't, think. I, okay. Listen, man, it's hard to fucking follow, but I think that that's because I was really trying to figure this out. But I think that's what it is. He's the he's the connection to Miami that brings in all of the drugs from. That
0: would make sense.
1: You know, a much more popular city
0: (laughs) yes yeah so then we get john sticking his head into jane's computer science class and (laughs) making that stupid face like "Eh? Eh?" ah and she looks up and she's like oh you oh you and then he's like come on Uh," he's pointing outside come on she's like okay all right i'll come okay like it's super fucking overdramatic oh my god you're so funny john (laughs) it's like oh my god what a cad what a cad so glad i'm with you But they leave and they stroll around outside here. They're leaving. And this
1: is where we get awkward, backwards, awkward backstory one right here. Awkward
0: backstory one. And she introduces John to the idea that Hank Scorpio is her brother, isn't really a great guy. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? Come on. He's going to like me. Look at me. Come on. I'm awesome. And I'll give a quick little update on what's to come. He does not like John. (laughs) He does Not like John. (laughs) Or basically anybody who's a friend. (laughs) Right? So John and Jane are walking here, and then Hank Scorpio in his red Mercedes convertible pulls up with, like, four other carloads of dudes. And when he gets out of the car, in his fucking camouflage pants, camouflage long vest, and driving gloves, (laughs) or, like, word code clubs in a shitty giant tank top. (laughs) And the fucking central casting for shitty guys for florida
1: yeah they all showed up they're ridiculous but if he's just going to pick up his sister from school like why is he bringing the whole goddamn drug the drug entourage with him
0: everybody he's bringing everybody and his giant pointy bone earring and his luxurious mat of chest hair
1: But if he's picking up his sister, like he shows up in a convertible with no back seat and he's got a passenger. So I don't know what what I don't know what his master plan was there. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue.
0: No, I was going to say that he has this crew of dudes, but then he gets out and fucking John goes, hey, you must be my my my, you know, her her brother. Nice to meet you. And he sticks his hand out and Scorpio looks at Jane and goes, who's this guy? And she goes, oh, he's just a friend of mine from school. And he goes a friend (laughs) he's he's so fucking mad that she might have a friend and then he's just john is like looking at him like what's going on scorpio tells jane to shut up and then fucking clocks john in the face (laughs) well i think that that's
1: actually part of the clever writing because you know the opening is about how john and his friends are singing a song about friendship and then (laughs) on the mere mention of the word friend (laughs) <laughs> Scorpio loses his shit because Let's he hates fly. he hates friendship and friendship punches it directly stupid. in the face. And please, please describe the appearance of the gang and specifically Y.K. Kim's acting and dialogue here.
0: Oh my God. Okay, so... <laughs> this is going to take a minute because if you haven't seen this movie, th- I cannot do it justice. I fucking can't. Because... The gang of Hank Scorpio, imagine if you could 25 people, but they were all a semi-military-themed village people. That's that's accurate. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Like, there's a kind of a construction worker guy with long hair in there with a hard hat on and a tool belt, kind of. Yeah. But there's a big fat guy with a do-rag and another there's dude a, with a beret in the back.
1: That's the mid... I saw him as the mid-80s Jesse Ventura. Yes, he's kind of pulling off that mid 80s Jesse Ventura vibe. He is. There's a guy that looks like fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter there. Like, it's a motley crew.
0: It is a motley crew. But then, after this happens, the other four or five guys from Jeff's crew so, Mark, YK Kim, and the other dudes run up and are like, hey, what's going on? And they're super intense and they're staring very intently. And Mark, the leader, is standing sort of in the center of this U-shape that's facing the camera. And Scorpio is telling John to leave his sister alone, but he's pointing at Mark. Yes. And (laughs) Mark says to Scorpio, and I'm going to try and do it justice, but he says, you don't scare me at all. (laughs) He says it twice. He's
1: like, you don't scare me at all. At all <laughs> and,
0: then they, and then they storm off.
1: And then they fucking uh, was,
0: tear off in the convertible. And look, I, I want to be very clear. Awesome. I want to be very clear. I'm not making fun of in any way YK Kim's accent, because I'm sure a hundred percent that his English is way the fuck better than my Korean. So I don't want to make fun of that. But the intensity and the writing and his attempt at acting and being so goddamn Into it and being so into it, but not knowing what he's doing with respect to acting leads to this fucking glorious mix that's, it's, it's so bad to watch yeah but you can't it, take your fucking eyes off it <laughs> it kind of
1: reminded me of fez from that 70s show like i bid you good day
0: wait i bid
1: i said good day like because yes. he just basically i'm not afraid of you at all and he starts to walk <laughs> away and then he just raises his hand at all so yeah like what? i can't There's, speak a word of korean i'm not making fun of that it's it's the delivery is so bad and it's, it's, it's funny delivery, yes and it's like i'm not afraid of you At all is like, it's something like a fucking 10 year old would say. Yeah. That's what makes this movie so funny is these people are so childlike. Like the good guys are ridiculously childlike in everything that they do. And in every way, then you've got this opposite with fucking ninja biker, drug dealer, thug, former
0: band members. Like it's insane. It's fucking crazy, dude. And then they all go to the music store. All the Dragon Sound boys go to the music store, and they walk in, and there's three guys at the counter, and Mark walks in and is like, hey, and he like shakes the middle guy's hand, and then there's a big guy at the end that just looks at him with like dagger eyes like, what the fuck are you doing here?
1: (laughs) Dude, I don't know if we watched the same cut. I thought it was the former band that shows up that was displaced by the Sound Dragons that came up next.
0: Oh, really? No, my cut is their Dragon Sounds boys are go to the music store. Okay. And they just start rocking the fuck out on, like, on new instruments. instruments. Yes, that they can't afford. That they can't afford. And the, the guy comes over and, like, takes all the instruments away from them. He's like, God, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Give me these back. Like, he takes the, the, the slung, the guitar sling keyboard. And all the Dragon Sound guys are like, okay, okay, sorry. They're, like, hands up. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Which they then cut to the very next scene. Like, there's no point for that scene other than, hey, we're poor. But then they cut to the nightclub where Dragon Sound was playing, and now the owner comes down and the band that was fired comes in. And this band... (laughs) Do you you want to describe this this band? (laughs) Because holy shit. It's so
1: goddamn weird. Like, the band that used to be the band that played at the hottest club in town shows up, and since they were fired by... Like, how do you, how do you, fire? okay, first of all, why, why can a bar only have one band, um, right? but do you show up and you start telling off the owner for hiring a different band? And now you say you're going to kick the shit out of the owner. And the acting here is insane because it's the guy comes in so fucking crazy. And he just starts. And I think the owner of the bar is also the first guy that gets killed that takes the shuriken to the neck from the ninjas. In the in the very opening death, I think that's the same dude. I think you're right, yeah. But he's like, he's like, you son of a bitch, you fired me. You can't go. You know, that music that Sound Dragon plays is just for kids, and they Fire get into please music for kids. Like he's the so most fucking mad. Awkward, unchoreographed fight scene where they are just fucking slugging, and the entire time they're slugging, they're delivering dialogue, and
0: he's just like, "You son of a bitch, eat this!" And they're just throwing. Dude, it's fists. so crazy because it's they immediately have a kung fu fight. Yeah, like the whole band just starts throwing kicks and punches, and the the club owner is like awkwardly doing like arm lock throws, but he's hitting like karate poses when he's done. Like he'll I punch him and then that, put his hand up and go, oh!
1: <laughs> yeah, like if 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 Sound Dragon is a Taekwondo band, like the previous band was the Kung Fu band or something like that, and they or were the Corona band or something, yeah, something. They were they they were probably singing about you know like super clean geese and whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> anyway, this this my is snaps when i make a punch (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like i got a fire crackle in my sleeve um (laughs) but yeah these guys have the shittiest fight and then and then the fucking band leader is just like just starts whipping the guy with his (laughs) with his coat coat. (laughs) yeah his sports coat and he's like you son of a bitch And, and he's screaming the whole time that he wants his job back like give me my job back and it's like I don't think it works that way, son. I've never gone in. All right, I want my job back, man. No. And just start kicking
0: the shitter to somebody and calling them a piece of shit. You don't get rehired, <laughs> right. man. Son of a bitch. But then the he le- the, the band leader leaves after whipping the bar owner with his coat. And then one other band member comes up. And the <laughs> the bar owner just hits his karate pose. Like, oh, puts his fists up in the in this pose. And they stare at each other. And then the scene cuts away. Yeah. To the that. fucking Bayside Flags. Like it just leaves, it's so fucking crazy, and then we get from the Bayside flags flapping in the wind on the on the beach. You just kind of hear a uh, you kind of hear a phone ringing in the background a little bit, but then it cuts to the f- fucking ninjas. It goes right over to the ninja academy where they're all training in the I guess the yeah. fucking Florida Everglades or whatever.
1: Yep, here we are as the ninjas in the Okie swamps. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Perkins is narrating the entire exchange. It's like, it's, it's, you have to see this. Like somebody made this, somebody made this with like a million dollars of his, of his own money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody being YK Kim, the guy that plays Mark, like that's fucking nuts. Like the ninja leader here is in an orange kimono and he's talking to Hank Scorpio who is now in a fucking three piece suit
1: yeah he went from it's so fucked up he was wearing all the camo with the headband and the mr t earrings and shit Uh, i think this is where they have the conversation i think i think the conversation if i remember correctly was that in order to him in order for scorpio to take over the drug territory in this area he has to get rid of the rock synth band that sings about friendship
0: he has to get rid of the friendship rock band i think i think he said well
1: in order to secure that territory we have to get rid of sound dragon it's like well, why
0: <laughs> like <laughs> that that's the craziest shit i've ever heard yeah if these guys are gonna mess with us you got to get rid of these guys like well they're a band
1: like, yeah, they're, they're a goddamn band. Like, it's not about the police or the DEA or
0: fucking undercover cops. No, they're a cops university fucking cracking. bar band. <laughs> yeah, they're a university bar band. Jesus Christ. That's, like, it's so... Yeah. I know you want to take over the fucking drug trade in Halifax, but you got to get rid of Signal Hill.
1: Yeah. Like, signal goddamn well, Hill. Jesus Christ. Speaking of... And Shameless. Shameless is opening for them.
0: Apologies again to anybody listening outside of fucking Eastern Canada. Because that's a very local reference. But they cut, okay, so they cut from that conversation to Uncle Song's Korean restaurant where the boys from Dragon Sound all come in. They bow. They're like, oh, yeah. Uncle Song, what's happening? Uncle Song is Song Pak. Yeah. That's the guy that met YK Kim on a Korean talk show, liked him so much he was like, let's make a movie together. And they came over and made this fucking movie. <sighs> so he, he gets a part in the movie because of that. He's Uncle... Uncle Song, the Korean movie
1: who Who spends, they're all eating dinner, and he just stands there at the table, nodding Awkwardly. and smiling while they eat. Yes. Like, just just nodding. And these guys are shoveling the food into their mouths, like any Italian in any martial arts movie that we've covered so far. It's crazy. Like these guys these guys are wolfing that food bag. Oh, and yeah. And Wike Kim like- looks... He looks like he's really enjoying it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're just really going. So, that happens. Then there's a cut back to the club. And Dragon Sound is now playing their apparently fucking hit song, Against the Ninja. Which, Which, again,
1: we get the whole fucking song. We get the whole song. And I am pretty sure that Against the Ninja is Friends for Eternity sped up with different lyrics.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because if you do... Well, I think Friends that for is- Eternity!
1: Like, it's it fits. No, I think it's the same like tune. Like... Yeah. I think Against the Ninja is just the same
0: song sped up. I think it's the same fucking notes. Yeah, it probably is. And this time, the band is all dressed in their red, sleeve-cut-off, dragon-sound shirts with black pants. Except for, of course, uh, Jane, who's in her white dress, who is the lead singer for this. And, uh... Goddamn, dude, the crowd is loving this song yeah they are loving this song and again mark not none of them are playing their instruments very obviously again none of the guitars are plugged in in any kind of electric way
1: the keyboard is 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 like he's playing the a and w tuba song ba-dum, ba-dum. Yep. like the 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 actual song is like <laughs> and his fingers are so out of sync with everything it's oh, uh, yeah, insane
0: It's the same as the guitars. Like, if you know anything about guitars, if you watch them, they're playing nothing. (laughs) Like, their fingers are all over the fucking... They're either all over the fretboard, or their left hand on the fretboard... Doesn't move. Doesn't move at all. They're just holding the neck of the guitar. It's but I amazing. love this
1: song because, like, even partially through, like, it's just the guitar's ripping and they're just like, taekwone, taekwone, Taekwondo. I'm like, fuck, this is a pretty catchy ass song. Like, it is a catchy ass song. Can you imagine if the people at Best of the Best actually got their hands on this and slipped that little nugget in there?
0: Dude, sign
1: me up. I'd be into that. Yeah, but uh, you couldn't do against the ninja. You'd have to change it to against Korea. And that's probably yes. very, like,
0: against Korea. No. <laughs> we are strong. Dayhunt Kim's gonna kick my face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rick Rude slash John Oates jumps up here and does a little solo. Yes. It's fucking unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's insane. He just... Pops up under the box, and he's just fucking into it. It's uh,
0: throwing down.
1: She, I don't know if she's actually singing, but she's lip syncing exceptionally well. Like no joke, she looks like she's.
0: I thought she was singing, singing the so song. yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, yeah, credit where it's due. That was she was pretty good. But then, okay, so the song wraps up. The band, the boys, leave. I don't know where Jane got to, but the boys jump into their white convertible. And they are now, you can tell, being watched by three or four guys in this big-ass Oldsmobile or something. And it's the guys from the band that got fired.
1: Oh, my God. Yes.
0: So they are now following the white convertible. And now we get a bunch of cars that are trailing on these guys in the white convertible. And they end up coming around in front and blocking the road off and blocking them in behind. So this is now... This is fucking insane because there's like, I don't know, would you say 35 guys with pipes and sticks and shit?
1: Yeah, there's literally that number of guys. But the thing that's crazy, the thing that's crazy is who are they?
0: Well, they're not all the band. That's what I was going to say. Yeah,
1: it's not a 35-piece band. Like, it's not the Lawrence Welk Orchestra. <laughs> it's like right? a rock band from a nightclub that has an extra 30 hardcore fans. Like, yes. Like, you know. They'd be, the, they'd be the patrons of Patreon in 1987. <laughs> like, right. They're really behind these guys. They want them to succeed.
0: Now, I'll tell you. If I'm in a convertible with four guys that I know, and 35 guys with bats and chains and pipes come out, and they're like, we're going to kick your ass, I would shit my pants. Well, I would start fucking driving. Yo, yeah, over people. Yes. But these guys in Dragon Sound don't care and mark yk kim looks at this guy and says listen to me yeah yeah i don't want to start any trouble yeah leave us alone yes (laughs) and the guy is like get out of this car we're gonna fuck you up we're gonna kick the shit out of you yeah (laughs) yeah, that's
1: the thing like they're Again, it's the it's these characters are from one movie and these characters are from like another movie because these guys are so wholesome. He's like, I don't want any trouble. Do you <laughs> understand me? It's ABC after school special what? and these and guys are like, I'm gonna fuck your face with these brass numbers,
0: motherfucker. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this these sh- do not mesh. The guy in the backseat goes, Well, they this guy, these guys don't look like the welcome wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like all the yeah. other guys with pipes are like get the fuck out of the car we're gonna shit down <laughs> yeah, your neck yeah, bitch yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like well, you're right this is
1: not the welcome wagon yeah well you ever have the welcome wagon shove a rake up your ass?
0: <laughs> it's like the scooby-doo gang drove into sin city and like what the fuck yes, happened yeah. yeah the scooby-doo gang <laughs> in the middle of sin city miko <laughs>
1: sliced his face off
0: <laughs> uh this is fucking funny because the guy with the red headband comes over and pours beer over all five of the guy's heads but he can't reach the passenger seat so the guy that plays john vincent Hirsch, has to lean in so the guy can reach to pour beer on his head
1: (laughs) yeah he actually leans in to allow him to allow him to pour the beer on his head holy fuck
0: dude but then these guys pull one of the dudes from Dragon Sound out of the back of the the car,
1: oh yeah, they rip him out,
0: but then all the other fucking four guys in Dragon Sound just jump out of the car and start fucking punching the shit out of thirty five guys with pipes yeah, like yeah, it's crazy, like I don't give a shit how good you are, five guys against thirty five guys with pipes you're losing you're gonna lose that fight, oh. Oh, 100%. 100%. (laughs) These guys do not lose that fight, and the choreography is fucking awful. But, again, fuck, dude, you can't take your eyes off this movie.
1: No, you can't, because there's one of the guys that comes running, and he's actually got, like, a bat or, like, a board with a nail in it, and his both hands are raised over his head. And as he raises it up, he holds it there and waits for Y.K. Kim to do
0: the wheel kick. Like, he actually just (laughs) freezes. Dude, YK Kim runs down the street here with a guy chasing him, and the guy that's chasing him is four feet behind him. Yes. And he he runs at camera and goes around a corner and then stops and roundhouse kicks the guy in the stomach that's chasing him. But the guy is right there. The guy that's chasing him is like four feet behind him. Like, yes. you're not fooling anybody by stopping around the corner because the guy's there. Like, yeah, he, <laughs> you know saw, I mean? he saw you stop. He saw hey, you why, stop. Why like, are you stopping? <laughs> <laughs> you're not fooling nobody, sir. Now, to give, credit, to give credit where it's due, YK Kim does like a little stancy shift thing and two or three more guys come around the corner. And he does a pretty fucking decently cool split double kick here.
1: Yes, he does. That's a, there's, yeah, there is some nice stuff in here. It's, it's corny as hell and it's fake, but I like that you can tell that these fucking guys just started fighting in the actual streets of their town at two <laughs> yes. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like there's the fucking bank in the background. They're fucking just out in the middle of the street. The traffic lights are all changing and shit, yep. but as sloppy as it is, there, I mean, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I am gonna believe I'm saying this, there's some nice cinematography that I think is by accident, but, yes. like, there's moments where you've got, where they're backlit, and yeah, you there's can a just silhouette basically scene see there's silhouettes and stuff, and you know what, they were probably just like, well, we got no fucking money for lights, and they're like, hey, why don't we try something over here, just like, you know, just like, Trying random shit out, oh, and
0: some of it, man. Some of it looks good. Some of it's okay, because the, the only lighting they have is the street lights on the street. Yeah. Like, they're not using any other lights. You can pretty much tell. They might have had the headlights from the cars, right? But, like, they're not lighting this.
1: They're not. So, I don't know if that just happened to be, oh, shit, uh, we tried to shoot that, and it fucked up. It's only silhouettes, but we have to use it, because we don't have any more print.
0: Yep. Or...
1: It's just like, holy fuck, what an accident. It looks really good. yeah like there's some stuff in here that's half decent, like real harsh lighting, night stuff, street lights. yeah, it's it's not bad. There, there's a couple of real nice moves and kicks, and you know most of it's clumsy, but it's
0: fucking entertaining, man. Anything that that Kim does is okay. like the choreography's kind of crap, but his kicks yes. and his fighting is okay. The other guys are awkward at best. Like, there's a couple of scenes, yes. like, there's a scene where one of them gets grabbed from behind and he does, like, a uh, bend over, pulls the guy behind him, his leg up through his legs. Yeah. And it's fucking awful. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you look at it like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You know, whatever. The the intensity on Y.K. Kim's face kind of makes it all worthwhile.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Because when he's done, he goes, oh, and, like, his eyes all bug out and shit, like, he's super fucking intense. <laughs> there's a couple of scenes in
1: there, too, where there's, like... 50 guys just running down an alley and I can just see them off camera. Okay, guys, when I yell action, everybody come tearing down that alley as fast as you fucking can swing your fucking pipes and your fucking saw blades or, you know, your tinker toys or whatever you got come ripping down that alley and they come flying down, man. There's a lot of dudes in this as extras.
0: There are a lot of dudes, but then the fight's over. Dragon Sound hops in their convertible and drive back to their frat house, I guess?
1: Yes, because they're all college students.
0: And orphans. They're
1: college students and orphans, as we'll find out in just a moment.
0: Because John sees the mail in a bush, picks it up, and goes in. And uh, Jim is here, and John starts fucking with him about, Hey, I got a letter here for you. And he's pulling it away from him like an asshole, like, here, get it. And he's like playing the keep away game from him and fucking with him. Yeah. And everybody else comes in and is like, Hey, what's going on? How come you're what's going why are you yelling? Yeah. And they're all shirtless except for YK Kim.
1: Do you guys want to wake up the neighbors or what? They say that
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: They say that line I'd say at least three times. Yeah. Like Hey, what's going on here? Are you trying to wake the neighbors? Hey, hey, stop fighting here. Are you trying to wake the neighbors? Uh, give me that letter there. Hey, guys, you're making too much noise. You're trying to wake what, the you neighbors? What, are trying to wake the neighbors? I <laughs> <laughs> say that so many
0: times in this little lead up. So Jim gets the letter and we get, this is the, you know, Oscar moment of the movie, I think, that they were going for because Jim's explanation of what letter he got, there's a photo of... A black dude, a man, and they're like, what? This is your father? And YK Kim is like, why don't you explain to us what's happening? And all the other guys are staring at Jim with looks of like, what's going to happen, Jim? Tell us what's going on in your life. We'd love to know, Jim. Help. <laughs> and yeah, then, we're here to help, we're Jim. We're here to help, Jim. Like, we're here
1: for you. Half ya. the guys are shirtless, and they're just staring at him. Yep. But also, what 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 is the point of YK Kim... Like, saying, Father, I thought we were all
0: orphans. Like, like... Yeah, you weren't fucking brood if you're an orphan. Like, you have a dad.
1: Yeah, is this part of the storyline that they're all orphans? Like, because it's never addressed in any other point.
0: Oh, it's never brought up ever again. I don't think, is it?
1: Uh, not to my knowledge, no. No.
0: But Jim goes into this long explanation now of... My mother was Korean, and my father was black American... This like,
1: is like a crazy story arc that they fucking throw at us for like and, no reason, and he can't act. So when he walks up to a medium shot and stops and is yep. basically facing the camera, yep. and he's fake crying, and he just goes, "My mother was Korean." <laughs> like, he's like, "Oh,
0: okay, all right, we're oh. all right." But the crying then, scene goes on for a, like two minutes. Like it's long.
1: It goes on really, really long. And it's not, there's no other cuts. Like, it's one angle. Like, we're not cutting in close for reactions from the friends. It's no, basically it stays just on him. One long shot about how his father left he and his mother, and he doesn't know why, and he's doing shit cry, and then they all kind of embrace him, And then we cut to, we don't give a fuck, we're now at the beach.
0: Puts his arm around (laughs) Jim and is like, you're not your father. Like, again, way more supportive than any friend I've ever had. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's true. you know what I mean? That is true. (laughs) But yeah, and then they cut from that, that fades out, we get a bit of a sunrise, and then they, I guess the mailbox got knocked out because they fixed the mailbox and put it back in outside their frat house.
1: I don't know if they didn't have a mailbox and they were just throwing the mail into the bushes, but maybe they,
0: that's what maybe that's what it is.
1: They put a new mailbox just so he won't miss a letter from his from his dad. black American father, <laughs>
0: black American father
1: in the future.
0: But then it's such a weird change from I'm I'm alone, my dad wasn't there, blah blah blah. I'm crying. Holy crap, Jim, we're all here for you. Okay, here's the mailbox. Let's go look at some titties on the beach. Woo, look at that girl. Yeah. We're now on some yeah. beach in Orlando, and they're all staring at girls in bikinis and asses and titties everywhere, and like, ooh, you, yeah. can't, get, you yeah. can't get buns like that at the bakery. And they're like lollygagging yeah. in the fucking water and shit. It's fucking crazy, it's, dude. It's
1: so crazy, and it's just like this 1980s bikini butt montage. And they're running around, and they're like in the water, splashing each other. Like, yeah. okay, like when you and I were friends, and we went to the beach. Did you and I ever like chase each other in no! circles through the shallow Jesus, water fuck, no. and splash each other? We might have thrown a football back and forth off. or something, or a <laughs> yeah, frisbee yeah, or some no, shit. But, but that's what I mean. Like, like they're 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 like ten year old boys because they're just like,
0: oh yeah,
1: boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, look Ooh. at him. Look hey, at that, good. Boy. And like look at that, but Fucking John Oates is standing up, dancing in the back of the fucking. He's thing, dancing. and he's like flexing and putting his his fucking bicep up and like putting his fist behind it to make it look bigger. Like, yeah, look at that. Like, he's like yeah, yeah.
1: I just like to hear the the off screen a bunch of women go, "You guys are fucking assholes." <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I get to do punch Keep up for dri- this, that's what I do. Yeah, fucking Keep amazing. driving, asshole. Keep driving. Jesus Christ, what are you ten? Yeah, what the fuck is the matter with you? Speaking of ten, John Oates goes, walks up behind this girl that he doesn't know, and says, "Excuse me, Miss, can I have a little kiss?" And she pushes him down on top of three other girls, who just beat the fuck out of him for like thirty yeah. seconds. And they're like, "Get out of here, yeah, fucker, get out of here, you loser, you suck, you fucking try to touch us," and they just slap the shit out of him and kick him until he leaves. Yeah,
1: like, that was that was that was comedy. That was high comedy.
0: comedy. 1987 high comedy yeah
1: yeah and he's walking down the beach like he's wearing high heels and he's like hello miss can i have a
0: kiss yeah
1: it's it's just fucking cornball
0: it's fucking insane it's cornball we we cut immediately then to jane and john and they're making out in the waves like on she's laying on this i found that awkward that was awkward because it didn't make sense like why are you making out in the waves
1: Yeah, it was just, I don't know, man.
0: And then YK Kim's looking at the
1: ocean. They're making out, out like, heavily, but also awkwardly. Yeah, like, he's in
0: no way on top of her. He's, like, off on the side of her.
1: Yeah, he's off on the side. Oh, man. It's just stupid.
0: And YK Kim now is looking out at the beach, and Jim comes up behind him and puts his arm around him, and Kim puts his arm around Jim, and they're like, hey, what's going on? You, uh we know we didn't know our parents and we kind of have that in common and there's like a sunset behind them and a fucking ferris wheel and i'm like are they gonna make out like is that what's gonna happen right now like that's okay if they do but weird it seems fucking off pace for this movie not that there would be an off pace for this movie but i don't know it's just such a weird a weird tone oh yeah speaking of fucking weird tone we cut from that sunset kind of homoerotic thing to the angry gym workouts of the, of the, Dude, of the, the, the bad crew loved here. Loved this.
1: This is insane. I love this. This is like the bad guys are all working out and there's a guy who looks like, like Axel Rose in like a pride parade getup. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and he's, he's like, these guys are fighting and he's just going around beating them with a goddamn stick and everyone's, Everyone's fighting in jeans and shirtless. Oh, and yeah. And he's wearing like a little black leather cap and they're all shirtless with
0: leather vests <laughs> and, <laughs> you know. But this is the other band who got fired, is it not, that comes in to get these guys to beat the fuck out of Dragon Sound?
1: Yes, the other band that was let go that called that guy a son of a bitch and yeah. fucking punched they're him. Like, we fucking for hate these guys. their job to Dragon Sound come in and basically wants to hire them. To hire Scorpio's oh my gang. Scorpio's gang. And I forget the dialogue, but it's something fucking ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah, there's a band. They're giving me a hard time. But just to give you a warning, they're all black belts in Taekwondo. And yeah. and they're, they come in comically with all these fucking bandages on their face and fake blood in their wounds. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, because like he wa- the, the band guy walks in and he's like, there's this band. They're giving us a lot of trouble. Uh we want you to get rid of them. And if you do that, we'll join up with you. But there's one thing you gotta know. They're all black belts in Taekwondo, and they're pretty dangerous. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what are you even talking about? Like what? yeah. What the fuck? And Scorpio is standing there with his chest all puffed out even though he weighs like 165. Yes. He's like trying to look tough and shit, but he's not.
1: <laughs> he does not. He looks so goddamn soft. He looks like he looks like somebody's dad. Yes. Right? Yeah. With, with like, just for men in his hair and beard to go jet black. Because <laughs> that is not his natural color.
0: No. But then...
1: This makes no sense, dude.
0: They cut from that immediately to the university to a fucking Taekwondo demonstration with y- Y.K. Kim and the guy that plays John and one other guy. I don't remember who the other guy is. But they do this, like, three and a half, four minute Taekwondo demonstration where Mark, Y.K. Kim is like doing a taekwondo form in somewhat slow motion and then mm-hmm. one of his students comes up to quote unquote attack him and he does these little self defense moves on him and then that guy leaves and the other dude comes up with a with a rubber knife and kim does a bunch of like i'm i'm going to put a big fucking air quotes self defense moves <laughs> to defend himself yeah. from this fake knife it's a full on taekwondo demo
1: yeah do you remember when we went to that do you remember when we went to that sports bar that was like going out of business?
0: It was where reflections used to be,
1: yes, and then they had a uh taekwondo demonstration in the middle of the bar and fights yeah and and fights, and we were sitting there eating a burger and drinking a beer, and these guys were like doing a taekwondo demonstration with rubber knives and kiln dried pine that's yep. what this that's what this scene is it's yeah. like. Four or five minutes of that type of action.
0: Well, I remember the quote-unquote self-defense. <laughs> do you remember there was a girl and one yeah, guy I know, came I up,
1: remember this perfectly. Do you
0: remember that where the guy came up and grabbed the girl and she said, help, help, and the other guy said, hey, what are you doing? And he attacked the guy that was attacking her. Like, she didn't defend herself at all.
1: Well, they were doing all these demonstrations, and then finally a girl stepped onto the mat, and I was like, oh, they're going to have a girl on the mat. And... She was holding a purse, and a guy comes up, and he goes, hey, lady, give me your purse, and yeah. slapped her. And then another <laughs> yeah. guy jumps in and goes, hey, you can't do that to a lady. Yep. And kicked the shit out of The woman did nothing but get
0: slapped. And yeah. I think she was a student at the yeah. fucking school. I remember. Be I remember. We laughed out loud. Like, oh my god!
1: Like, yeah, we were fucking self defense. Like,
0: what the fuck?
1: We were like eight feet away, and we're like, well, I hope that
0: woman learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, like what <laughs> right. the fuck? That was Keep so that stupid. Keep that man around you at all times.
1: The thing that's fucked up is that bar did go out of business, turned into Reflections, a gay bar. Yep. And then four years later, you and I. Bumped into Liam Neeson and took him to that bar. That's correct. At two in the morning. That that's did. another
0: goddamn story. <laughs> that is a big story. Dude, this demo is nuts because. Why does he put his fist in his mouth? I, that's like, what I was going to ask you. He's holding his like- mouth
1: wide open and he slowly inserts his whole fist into his mouth yeah I've never had somebody try to do that to me, but I'm pretty sure I'd fucking bite it
0: because I'm not gonna stand there and let somebody shove their fucking fist in my mouth.
1: yeah, I'm not gonna stand there with my mouth open
0: no like and, and-
1: then he oh, fucked then he honks his nose with his toes,
0: yes, with his toes with the the second guy with the knife. And he does that, this reminds me so much of that, do you remember that fucking Jim Carrey martial arts instructing skit from In Living try Color? To,
1: try to try to penetrate the crab stance? Yeah, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what this reminded me of. No, 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 you have to attack me like this, like with the straight yes, arm and that fucking yes. thing. It's so fucking dumb.
1: Oh, man.
0: This is how to get yourself killed by a guy with a knife 101. But again, and, the, Okay. The fi- I have to point out the final move of this little demo is he turns his back to the student with the knife and the student attacks him and he like turns and takes it and, you know, fake stabs the student in the stomach. Yeah. Which we get a bit of a payback on at the end of the movie. Yes, we do. But it's very like this Stephen K. Hayes fifth Dan ninja test. Yeah. Where, you know, you gotta see if the guy's gonna smack you in the head with the fucking wooden sword.
1: Yeah. The, the whole time I was watching these, you know, quote unquote knife defense and knife disarming. All I could think of was that training video that we watched about all the cops that were stabbed in the line of duty, Uh like every cop. And they're like, Oh, what was it like to be stabbed? And they're like, listen, man, if anyone has a knife, get the fuck out of there. Run. run Don't the pull your away. gun. Don't try to run. Get the fuck out of there, because things go from bad to worse. Real quick, sweetheart. Yep. Get the fuck away from a knife. Do not try to fucking disarm someone with a knife. Don't do anything. <laughs> get the fuck. Take a rocket to the stratosphere. Yep. like and well, Absolute like just last resort. Strutting along, and he fucking whips around blocks it flips it out of his hand and stuff like i've i've done knife self-defense and yeah. courses yeah. and i mean i i fucking hate when people say oh i'm an expert now because i did fucking seven fucking classes, two hour seminar but we had rubber knives and everybody was fucking dead like oh, two guys, we, two guys, we each have a knife and it's like, okay, square up. Blah. two dead motherfuckers. Like yeah. nobody gets a, nobody gets away from knives unscathed. It's insane.
0: No, we used to do it with um, markers with like felt markers and be like the marker. Oh yeah. The markers, the blade, if you get marked on you, you're cut. And yes. dude, if you fight somebody with that, you're marked up to fucking death. You're sliced apart. It's fucked up. Like yeah. Yeah. the little bullshit thing that he does where the guy stabs like straight out at his midsection and he like yeah. slaps the wrist on one side and the back of the hand on the other, like pop, and the knife goes flying.
1: Yeah. Go
0: fuck yourself. Yeah. That shit doesn't happen. Yeah. Nobody yeah. lets go of a knife that fucking easy. That's stupid as yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the
1: only way that you could actually make his hand open and release the knife is if you stabbed him with a knife (laughs) that's
0: (laughs) that you had yeah drop the knife no stab in the wrist oh fuck i dropped it okay so we we're shitting all over taekwondo (laughs) or at least that but (laughs) well just just the
1: fake fucking self-defense shit. yeah the fake
0: self-defense shit pisses me off so i will shit on that but i'm dude they cut from that where they go from the knife thing to like John does this turning back kick on a couple of boards, and then Mark does that shoot chop to the brick and breaks it, and they freeze frame.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, and why did he have to put the brick on the head? Like, what's the difference of the brick being set on a guy's head other than, like, a fucking sawhorse?
0: Or on a table. Like, a fucking yeah, picnic table. table. Like, yeah. yeah, it was stupid as fuck. But they cut right from that to all three of them still dressed in their dough box or whatever around this little bistro set having a drink I'm like hey guy, that was really fun and john yeah. goes i'm thinking of putting some board breaking into the uh into the act into the show oh you know during the taekwondo song maybe we'll do some board breaking on stage that'd be kind of cool huh what do you think and kim's like yeah yeah that'd be cool i'd like that <laughs> and the other guy's like yeah there's no way i'm gonna break boards on stage i'm not gonna do that like they're super yeah, calm wait. about it like <laughs> yeah it's fucking incredible oh uh, i don't <laughs> and they're okay. so mad the other guy's like i don't want to do that like that other band is there and the other stupid band selling the cocaine like it's really dumb i don't want to be at that bar anymore it's stupid john i think it's dumb like he's he's so like yeah he's like looking at his toe making circles in the dirt beneath him like i don't know man like, yeah he's dumb. yeah he's
1: like he's like kicking rocks and he's just like yeah you know I don't I don't know if I wanna be in the band anymore. There's drug dealers and those biker ninjas that come out at night and you know, that ninja leader with the ascot and Hank Scorpio, like, and then they have this, like, hurt to hurt with them. But he's it's like, so I want,
0: you don't want to drop out of the band. He's like, no, I don't know. I don't want to drop out of that. I just don't want anything to happen to us. And John's like, nothing's going to happen to us, man. I promise, okay? This band's the only family I have, all right? Yeah. Nothing's yeah. going to happen. Like, they're super into it. Like, Yeah. I just feel homesick, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Like, they're having this deep-, deep fucking conversation. <laughs> Yeah, and then they're like, <laughs> my people are
1: from Israel. My people are from Ireland. My people are from Korea. And they're like, hey, man, we should do a world tour where we visit the heritages of our own yeah. backgrounds and <laughs> share And compare and contrast the similarities and differences amongst the cultures that make up our tapestry of a band. We're right back to the the fucking after-school special again. We are right back into the after-school special. And that's why the tone on this is so weird because, like, yeah, there's so many different cultures we can all learn from each other. And then the bikers are like, I'm going to put a beer bottle up your fucking ass, and then I'm going to kick you in the taint and break it inside your body.
0: And you're like, what the fuck? Why would you even think of something so violent? Why would you say that? That's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is fucking incredible. We get the little Taekwondo history from Mark here where he's like, Well, Taekwondo originated in Korea. And the other guy's like, Yeah, my people are from Israel. We could go there and yeah. you know, we could go to Africa and all over the place. Like, it's really cool, man. That's a great idea. And John's like, Yeah, man, we could go to Ireland and stuff. That'd be dope. We'd be cool. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's so fucking nuts. Yeah. But we cut from this from this little scene to back to the the korean restaurant uncle song's korean restaurant here and there's a bunch of shitheads eating at uncle song's restaurant and they're all like oh fuck this man we're leaving and yeah. the dude there's a black dude in a do-rag who stands up and he might have the shortest shorts i've ever seen on i think he borrowed the daisy
1: duke i was gonna i was gonna mention the fact that this guy is like a seven foot black guy <laughs> Wearing the shorts of a twelve-year-old white teenage woman, like his, his, it's it looks like again. The, what do we say? The plum smugglers, like they're so fucking tight and so high on them, and they're all wearing fucking headbands. And if they're not wearing the headband, they got one headband tied around their arms. Oh yeah, headbands tied around their legs, but. Everybody's into it. All of these guys are into it. But there's one guy, one background actor, that's just standing there with a beer doing nothing. <laughs> He's, He's just not even there. reacting. He's just fucking standing there. It's so funny. He looks so out of place because everyone's like,
0: we're not paying for your dinner. Go fuck your paying mother. For your food. You <laughs> took too long. Go yeah. fuck yourself, Korean yeah, man. That's great. But they punch Uncle Song to the ground here and they're all like, ha, 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 Korean man. Fuck off. And then he jumps up. And he's like martial arts ninja master. He fucks all these dudes up.
1: Yeah, he does, straight up. He like punches wheel kicks. Wearing a goddamn Mickey Mouse fucking cooking apron. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Mickey and Minnie kissing on the fucking cooking yeah. apron. Yeah, on his apron. It's kicking the straight shit out of drunk dealing <laughs> ninja bikers. This movie is so fucking, the fucking crazy. He's play shit out of these boys in the parking lot. <laughs> and... Just as he's finishing whooping all that ass, all the boys from Dragon Sound pull up in their convertible, and they're like, "Holy shit! Look at Uncle Songo!" And he, they all fucking run, and they're like, "Hey, man, are you okay? What's going on? What just happened?" Hey, what? Ha- take this. I'll, I'll help you out. And they're like all over him. And the guy that looks like fucking John Oates is wearing the most '80s oversized white blazer with the fucking sleeves cuffed up. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> it's in incredible (laughs) yeah he's wearing the sunny crockett fucking go-to oh yeah he's got the tank top underneath it and the feathered mullet yeah it's amazing it's so funny because they're all like you beat those guys up and they all start throwing air punches yeah you did awesome (laughs) It's it's fucking unbelievable and then we go back to the fucking band on stage and this is where we get mark throwing those fake kicks at at jimmy and he pinches his nose with his toes on stage. Yeah. And turns them around and shit. Like, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. I, I don't even understand. The crowd's going nuts. They're eating that shit up. Jimmy's back at his... It's piano and the band's rocking out. It's... There's no... There's no sense to why they go back to the bar to play.
1: I'm... I'm well, but I'm pretty sure that, like, while... Mark pulls him away from the keyboard. The keyboard does not stop. It playing. does not. Like the music, the music does not <laughs> it change. It does not. At all. Like pulls him away from the keyboard. Yep.
0: <laughs> who, Pinching who his is the nose is with his playing toes. Toes. Still playing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this is eighty-seven. Millie Vanilli saw this movie and was like, "Fuck, I got an idea." Like, hey, and then, what if we rewrote year against later. the
0: Ninja and called it "Blame It on the Rain,"
1: and we just lip sync everything.
0: So now they cut to the parking lot. Jane is wearing a fucking chinchilla jacket or some shit. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck she's wearing.
1: (laughs) The wardrobe in this is crazy. Because Scorpio goes from like wearing fucking combat fatigues to wearing like fucking gym workout gear to wearing a fucking three-piece suit. It's so crazy. And then Jane
0: shows up at angry Scorpio's people's workout place where they're still angrily working out. Yes. And now he's in like a white... Polo shirt and a black suit. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you, man. What are you doing? You brought your guys over, kiss my ass. And he's like, You're my sister. Uh don't, you know, concern yourself with what I'm doing. I'll just take care of you. And she's like, Why don't you fuck off? Like, how about that?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: She has no time for him at this point. She's like, fuck off. Get out of here. You're out of my life. Basically, she tells him that she's gonna date whoever she wants. Because he Scorpio doesn't want Jane dating John. Yes. And
1: because he's the only one stopping them from taking over the drug scene. Yes. Because they're stopping the drug trade because of their dope music.
0: They're insanely good against the ninja. Whatever their other song is, but yeah, the, he can't have that. So he's telling her to not see him anymore, and she's like, "Why don't you shut up? Leave me the fuck alone!" And she takes off. So she's not listening. And to the him. whole
1: time that they're the whole time that they're there, like the light. That is there to light the scene is reflected in the fucking marble wall behind them or some shit. Yes. Like, it's like, good job at fucking hiding the light, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> way, nice work. Way to go. Nice work. They got this overhead light shining down. It's reflecting massively on the fucking the stone wall behind mirror them. Behind the them. polished stone.
0: So, all of Scorpio's angry thugs and the band that got fired is waiting at this, like, train yard thing yeah yeah and then the boys from dragon sound come rolling in in their convertible i think there's only three or four of them like there's not everybody there there's john and mark and i think there's one other guy in the back seat i think that go to like meet these guys to sort to quote unquote sort some shit out
1: okay if you've ever seen a martial arts film you never do this no you never show up because it's always they're always there to jump you and shove a pool cue up your ass. or Oh, yeah. Like, it, they never actually want to talk it out.
0: No, it's pitchfork time up the A-hole. Right up the butt. Yeah. So there's guys hiding on top of train cars. It's the same three guys that were at the bistro set are showing up here yeah. to beat these guys. And this guy's hiding behind places. This fucking guy comes out and smashes the front windshield with a with a big piece of wood as they drive way too close to the train car. <laughs> like, he's literally a couple inches from it. But he pulls around here and there's like, I don't know, again, twenty guys with giant wooden sticks and bats with nails in it and shit. Scorpio's hair. I have to talk about Scorpio's hair in this scene. Because his beard is the same, but his hair is like just kind of combed over straight to the side. Well, do you
1: remember do you remember that that toy from the seventies <laughs> called the Play-Doh mop top hair shop? <laughs> yes, I do. Where you would You would put Play-Doh on the head of a person, and then you had a fucking mold that you squeezed around, (laughs) and it would lock a hairstyle in place. That's what Scorpio looks like. The Play-Doh mop top hair shop, father's pinched hair mold.
0: (laughs) And the guys from the other band are here with their heads still bandaged up and noses still bandaged up. And they're like, there he is. That son of a bitch right there. That's the guy. That's the only insult that one dude knows, the main guy. <laughs> that son of a bitch. That,
1: that guy says son of a bitch a hundred times in this movie. <laughs> he
0: really does. It's awesome. But then the three guys from Dragon Sound get out of their car and sprint at these fucking guys and just start laying beatdowns on them. And there's so much waiting around syndrome here. Like, there's guys just standing well, in the background thirty five around. Guys.
1: there's 35 guys. There's literally guys standing there because they fucking have to. Because it's 10 to one fight. Like it's literally <laughs> it a 10 to one ratio. Yep. And I don't give a fuck if you got like, if the 10 are a bunch of fucking fat milk baggers and you got one martial artist, yeah, you're like, losing that fight. Yeah. You're, you're getting your fucking ass stuffed, but yeah, there's guys standing there literally waiting, like doing nothing, just holding their fists up and doing nothing.
0: <laughs> Kim YK Kim here fights three guys. He runs over and fights three dudes. And I'll I'll tell you, the choreography isn't bad for his little fight there, but it's immediately followed by the guy that was like, hey guys, I don't want to be in the band anymore. That guy is like trying to climb up a rail car and a guy runs up with a pipe and like swings at him so slowly and misses him so intentionally that I can't can't ignore it. Like it's ridiculous. (laughs) It's
1: fucking insane. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, the YK Kim like YK Kim laces a couple of guys, and when this guy is going like that swing is redonkulous. The guy that the guy that plays John like he's tall, skinny, you know, yep. like Lincoln fight to burger fight to he's burger. Yeah, but yeah, the other guy he's less. Yeah, is he he doesn't quite have the same screen presence. Like John, John's kind of dorky, but it is. It is a bit, you know, he's, kind of fun he's got, watching it.
0: He's got decent screen presence. He fights four guys here on that little weird berm where he, like, runs up and kind of, like, yeah. they're trying to make it look like he jumps off the berm and comes back to kick the guy. And it, yeah. it's okay. I did like when the one bad guy picked up the shovel and, like, threw a shovel full of dirt in John's face before he attacked him. Yeah. that was. I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of all right. That was cool. That yeah, that's more of the shit
1: that I like anyway. You know, like you know, like you and I like use the environment know, like using the environment and you know, blend in and do like atypical things that look somewhat practical too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you throw it in his
0: eyes, fuck, yeah. dirt in his eyes and then kick shovel shit. Shovel full of
1: him. dirt. Yeah, like you know, you're you're fighting somebody, and next thing you know, you get a mouthful of dirt, and you know you're thinking about the guy you got to fight, but you're also thinking about, hey, what's crawling around in my mouth? Is that a tick? Oh, this is a fucking tick. Like you know, even if it just takes your attention a little bit, you know, you got punches flying at you.
0: Sorry, I just took a mouthful of beer when you said, "Is that a tick in my mouth? or Is that a tick?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, it even fucked you up, it fucked you up over the fucking telephone. <laughs> i would totally think about that. Jesus Christ, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Now (laughs) now think about Axl Rose fucking swinging a shovel in your head while you're thinking
0: about that. Holy fuck, that's funny. (laughs) Well, speaking of Axl Rose, he like, John watches him crawl behind this berm. And then he fucks up a couple of guys. And then Axl Rose jumps out like he should be surprised that he's there and does this weird little fucking dance thing. And like rubs his nipple yeah. and fucking punches at him like yeah. awkwardly and shit. Yeah. Like the fuck That's is going That's what I'm saying. On?
1: Like I'm not I'm not trying to deliver hate here, but this is like 1987. Axl Rose in a pride parade because he's like twerking his nipples and like <laughs> what do you think of this? Like he's trying to distract him with like you know his his Elvis hip moves and his fucking <laughs> nipple tweaking. He's fucking like he's Davy Jones back and forth.
0: He's got a smile. Yeah. Davy Jones. The but then. Fucking Scorpio is like, hey, boys, wind it up. Let's get out of here. All the boys roll out. You hear the police siren. A couple of cop cars roll up. This scene is unbelievable because these cops that come up, all the bad guys scatter. They all take their convertibles in a million different directions. The cops roll up here, and these are real cops. So they just use these guys because they happen to be there, whatever. The cops were, like, nervous about being in a movie, so they roll up, they draw their guns, and two cops are here, and they're talking to each other. And the cop in the dark suit is pointing his fucking gun right at the chest of his partner as he's talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, "Pretty good, we must have all left." And then he holsters his gun, but he's literally pointing it at the chest of his partner it's fucking unbelievable
1: yeah he walks towards him with the gun pointed right at his chest and you know what <laughs> like i did not believe you when they said they were real cops specifically for that because he's pointing a gun at another cop while they're having a conversation <laughs> a stilted a stilted conversation because they both say where did they go he's like i don't know well We really have to take down these gangs, and then they fuck off. (laughs) Well, this is awkward. Hey, let's go. They don't. They don't radio back. They don't like. I'll start the paperwork, (laughs) or they flip for who's gonna fucking fill out the form because you can't just show up like, oh, the cops are called. They just, well, I guess this is it. I'm an idiot. Well. (laughs) Are we, yeah, I'm an idiot. Are we going to, what are we going to tell the chief? Uh, We're going to tell the chief, fuck all. Let's go to Applebee's. And then they fucking just drive away. They don't even look around the corner of the building they pulled up. Like, at all. They basically, like, yeah, well, there's nothing that has honed into my field of vision from this 170 degrees. (laughs) So I guess they're fucking gone. That's a wrap that's a wrap on that they got
0: away yet again i don't know why we had the sirens blaring from fucking <laughs> seems like blocks every time away. we do that they get away i don't know weird oh well see you back at the station house <laughs> yeah. i'm an idiot i'm an idiot <laughs> and then they fuck off and now we cut to the bikers all these hell's angels looking dudes and the master ninja coming in and there's like a gang of these bikers there's a couple hundred bikers it looks like and they
1: are mixed in with real Bikers. Legit like, real bikers. Not actors dressed as bikers. You know how they do that in almost every movie? Like, okay, you guys dress up like bikers? These are real bikers. Remember when Shooter McGavin was in uh, Happy Gilmore? And he was talking, He's like, I just saw two fat, ugly bikers having sex in the woods.
0: These are the bikers. Yes. Like, <laughs> the, these are the bikers that did that. 100%. Because <laughs> all these guys have no shirts and tattoos and big beards, and all the women no offense but damn yeah and like they're all they've got like leather bikinis on and half of them are taking their titties out and shaking them around yeah and smoking and and laughing like they're just having a good time
1: the tone of this movie is so weird because like there's a wholesome pg-13 after-school special life lesson film in here and then you've got drug dealer biker ninjas stealing coke running around yeah bikers titties like everything going on and the best part is when they're all driving the leader is driving down the road with that ascot and he's like flicking his hair <laughs> like he's yes. like he's he's in a photo shoot and <laughs> they're playing that goddamn song i'm going to be a tough guy
0: like, they're bam, playing that bam, tough bam, guy
1: song and it's just like a tough guy and it's just all b-roll it's there's there's nothing there this is like 5 to 6 minutes of b-roll of just okay here's the scenes we're going to go bike neckerchief sunglasses tits beer beard <laughs> Titties, beard, motorcycle, rim, some guy's asshole, throttle, throttle, some guy's asshole, beard, <laughs> neckerchief, beard, beard. And the whole time we're playing tough guy. All right. We got that. Everybody got that. All right. Let's go shoot this motherfucker. And that's and that's what you've got. You've got an exceptionally long B-roll music video for bikers hanging out with biker ninjas and topless biker chicks.
0: And I think they did that because all the bikers that they paid in beer literally to be in this movie when those cause like 150 bikers showed up to the premiere and they wanted to see themselves on screen. My God. So I think that's why they had this long ass biker thing. Cause there's a couple scenes where just random bikers are just shown for no fucking reason.
1: Well, that makes perfect sense because like who would want to be at the theater and be the guy that cut out Knuckles Muldoon or yeah. something, you know? It's like Skank oh, McFeely d- Tits. Did you cut out Skank McFeely Tits? <laughs> oh shit, you're fucked now, dog. Yep. Like you're gonna get stomped. Like no. Now. Yeah. No biker ended up on the cutting room floor for fear of the editor's life.
0: So fucking weird. And it's so weird because the um, Scorpio gets off of his out of his car or whatever, and walks over to Master Ninja guy. And just says like, hey, how's business? <laughs> and the other guy's like, good, come on in here. But as they're doing their lines, all the bikers are just standing around staring at them. Oh, yeah. Like they're waiting for the line to end. Oh,
1: yes. They're staring at they're staring at them because they're waiting for the director to yell cut.
0: Yes. And after that three or four minute, five minute scene of just bikers and titties and assholes and beer and all that shit. Then we cut to the frat house where Mark is sitting there reading a book john's sitting there reading a the book mark goes into john oats's room and he's working up a new whatever it is keyboard part for an original song and, oh what do you think of this and uh mark's like oh it looks good and, oh they give each other five or whatever so he leaves john oats's room it cuts to the morning and he's like mark is feeding john Oates and jim grapes for breakfast and they're standing around in their little fucking tight tennis shorts and gi pants and shit and they're, uh, John Oates is handing out the mail here, and they're—they're. They're, I'm gonna be honest; they're having a healthy breakfast because there's fruit everywhere. It's pretty good. A Little glass of milk, but then they go to the university where they are treated like apparently fucking conquering heroes.
1: Yeah, yeah, these guys. It's so funny because like it's showing the the ninja biker gang, and they're all like beer and titties and cocaine and rock and roll, and then it cuts to like the most wholesome relationship that five men can have together as they live together in a house and (laughs) practice martial arts together. And, you know, they're in a rock band. They're just like the polar opposite of their enemies. And it's so much like wish fulfillment for Mark in a lot of ways, because he's just like, here I am. I'm the leader. I've got all these really cool dudes hanging around me all the time. And we get to campus like, hes I don't know how fucking old he is in this movie, but you know he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a college student in this movie, and I'll be cool on campus, and everybody will stop and shake my hand as I walk across the campus. It's like maybe something that didn't happen to him in real life. Yes. So in this movie, he's just like, right, I'm the most popular kid on campus. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you're like fucking... 35 years old (laughs) maybe 45 with a facelift because he may have had a facelift may have um (laughs) looks like he possibly could have had one (laughs) but yeah all the people are like cheering him like yeah you're the best yeah and he's like yeah of
0: course i am thank you so much for your patronage it's so weird (laughs) it is extremely weird so the boys all hop into their car they're being watched by the bad guys in their other car now and they go to this restaurant and four of the guys go in All the guys except John Oates go in to get a table. John Oates goes to park the car, but when he parks the car, the bad guys come up and they punch him and grab him and they chuck him in the trunk of their car. And dude, it's fucking hilarious because they punch him. Two guys grab him and chuck him in the trunk, but as they chuck him in the trunk, you hear him go, Mark's gonna get you! (laughs) yeah yeah mark's gonna get you
1: mark's gonna get you he's so fucking a grape not an
0: hour ago sir but yeah
1: they beat the shit out of him
0: oh they fuck him up but good they chuck him in the back room here and beat the living piss out of him. yeah they fuck him up pretty pretty straight
1: i like how the drug dealer gang the toughest guys around are fucking driving a four door Volvo, like a white four door Volvo sedan.
0: Yeah, that's that. You know, that's what that's what bad guys drive. Bad guys drive a white four door Volvo. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I love the fact that they put John Oates in the back room after they beat the shit out of him, and then three of them: Axl Rose and the fat guy with the do rag, and the other guy with the uh, the Pink Floyd hat. Yeah, are standing there, like, showing each other their fucking dance moves. Yeah, and they fucking suck. It's so fucking stupid. They suck so bad. But then fucking Jane comes in, dressed in Grace Jones's off-cast fucking wardrobe. Yes. And she's like, hey, where's my brother? And they're all like, oh, he's in the back. And then when she leaves, they're all like, hey, look at her shapely butt. I'd like to get some of that. (laughs) Like, they're talking shit about her. Oh, it's fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid and gross and weird. But she goes in, looks, doesn't find him because they told her that she was not he wasn't there. And then she leaves and these two fucking three morons are, <clears throat> these three fucking morons are like slapping five and acting all trying to act cool. So we cut now to John Oates tied up on a piece of wood like outside somewhere and they're just kind of randomly punching him and fucking with him. Oh, yeah. They've got him. They've got him
1: practically crucified. Like, they they got him up, tied to this thing, and they're just fucking beating him and punching him and shit, and they're just basically using him for bait for these guys. But listen, let's be honest, at no point in this film... Have they ever needed to bait these guys into a fight? Because they're just like, "Hey, guess what? No. Why don't you come meet us here, and we're gonna kick the fuck out of you." Like throughout the entire movie, is like, "Hey, you took our job at the fucking thing. Let's fight." And they're like, "All right, well, there's sixty to fucking five. Are you guys good with those odds?" "Oh yes, I am not afraid well, of you yeah. at all. Let's fight." So <laughs> at all, yeah. I don't know why they had to kidnap John Oates to lure these guys into yet another fight. Because these guys fight at the drop of a fucking record
0: and tell me explain to me the weapons these fucking guys have because like the gang the bad guy gang has like i don't know if it's wood or metal but it's got like spikes and shit coming off all around it yeah but then don't fucking... the good guys show up the five or i guess four good guys and like jim has like this u-shaped piece of pvc piping yeah <laughs> like he's gonna beat yep. these guys with I don't even understand what he's doing. And there's two guys just sitting on this concrete ledge. This is fucking stupid. It's so fucking dumb. Because if you're sitting next to me and somebody pulls you so you vanish, I'm going to notice that. This guy doesn't. Not only. His buddy fucking vanishes. Not only does he
1: not notice. The guy next to him banished because they sneak up underneath them. They're sitting on this little fucking ledge with their legs dangling down like fucking Elmo (laughs) when he got new sneakers. Right. And these motherfuckers come in and they don't even time it right. Like they pull one guy down and the guy (laughs) sitting right next to him does not notice. And then they grab the other guy. And he's not strong enough to pull him down, so he gently <laughs> The guy jumps lifts down. himself up and pulls himself down, <laughs> lands perfectly <laughs> on his feet, uninjured whatsoever, and then they choke him out. It's <laughs> fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, it's really fucking dumb. So now they they've two guys are gone from the fifty or whatever that are there. Forty eight to go, and man. Forty-eight down. So now we get we get an actually kind of well lit scene after this where there's two guys sort of sort of in the dark but they're lit from the back and but they ruin it because John comes up like with a pipe or a piece of wood or something like from a hole in front of the guy but he's like right in front of them.
1: They they would see him most. He was definitely. right
0: in front of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> like-
1: yeah, he comes out. He like the guy's back. Isn't even to John like he's he's (laughs) clearly facing the direction where he pops up like directly in front of him and then he hits him in the John hits him across the shins shins, which would fucking hurt but oh you're fucking right it would (laughs) if if I was that inept guard like I would fucking see him coming I wouldn't have got hit in the shins
0: right. I would've kicked him in the face. Yeah,
1: like it's his head is just like at fucking toe level. Like I would have just hauled <laughs> on <off laughs> right. my Samo hung slip on fucking steel toed fucking nightmare sandwich.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of little like single kicks to the face here.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Like this it's it's goofy. Like they're intentionally missing everything. Yes. But this is like really low budget, so you know they're not gonna they're not gonna have take after take after take to get it perfect. They no. just won't.
0: I'm pretty I'm pretty forgiving of stuff like that with with respect to. Oh my god, that looks fake as fuck. Well, yeah, they had maybe two takes.
1: Yeah, maybe. And they're shooting on film, right? Which is finite. It's not like yeah. digital where you can delete it and fucking record again. Like they're shooting on film. They don't. Yeah. They don't have infinite takes here because it's costly.
0: I do like when the guy Mark comes up behind this one guy with the spike. Pipe, and the guy falls down under the sand pile, and then Mark jumps down and hits him in the neck, and his fucking artery spurts everywhere. Oh yeah, that
1: was good. <laughs> that was pretty okay. He does another one where Although he kind we hit of him with does... a
0: blunt object in the neck. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, where he does kind of like a wheel kick, but he actually hooks hooks his leg around the guy's neck, which I thought looked really good. Yes, yeah, that did look cool. I'd say it's pretty ineffective yeah. in a real fight, like completely ineffective in a real fight. But it looked great. I liked it.
0: Yeah, it did look cool. John and Kim here, uh, I should call him Mark. John and Mark here are fighting guys with what... It looks like John and Mark have swords. I don't know if it's wood, but it really looks like they have no, swords. No, they And have they are swords. chopping dudes. This is
1: where it, it goes... I think that this film has a horrible story because these guys are all like, we're so positive. Yeah, yeah, we're the good guys. We will not be tainted by the darkness. And then they ratchet it up and now they're having metal swords and now they're committing murder.
0: Like, right. I don't know if it's I don't know if these are swords or like wooden swords. But regardless, if you smash like I have a wooden sword. If you club somebody in the head, they're dead. Oh yeah, or you're or you're caving their fucking skull in. It's no joke. And then this big fat guy picks up that big round thing. Yeah, and goes at Kim with it. There's a hilarious part where Jim stands up and surprises a guy inside a barrel. Oh my god! And the guy just pushes so the fucking funny. barrel over. That was so funny. <laughs> right? Like, how long was Jim in that fucking that, barrel? Well, that's the thing
1: <laughs> that was just like American Ninja when that guy jumped out of the barrel. Right? <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Jim pops out of the barrel, and they have this like really stupid, awkward exchange where they just kind of wrestle yeah, a little bit and they throw each other around. It's Fucking awful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really bad. And then Mark comes Scorpio in with his. Scorpio
0: starts fighting.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's his. I think it's a fucking wooden sword.
0: I think yeah, in looking at it closely, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a wooden sword. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, like, Scorpio hits Jim across the back with a piece of fucking vinyl siding or something. Yeah. yeah. And it breaks. That would do nothing. That would do literally nothing. <laughs> like, that'd be like that old that old Cosby bit. Oh, somebody threw a piece of paper on top yeah, of me. <laughs> a piece of paper. <laughs> but fucking Scorpio picks up, like, two of those garden weasel-covered sticks. Oh, And yeah. goes at Mark with it. They have a big fucking fight with that. Kim beats the shit out of him. And John and Mark are chasing Scorpio up this ladder onto this you know, little platform type thing. I think it's where they had uh John Oates tied up. Yeah. And all they're doing is footwork. They don't really do anything or hit him. They just kind of footwork him backwards till he falls off the platform and dies. Yeah. And that's the end of the that's the end of the scene.
1: And that well, and that's like, the end of our Hank Scorpio. Yeah, he's dead. But yeah, he just basically falls off and maybe that's because mark's like you know i'm not gonna take a man's life we're gonna we're gonna something like that we're gonna have him fall off however later the funniest fucking you did though yeah well yes that's true if you forced
0: him back till he fell off you did that
1: you're you are responsible for your girlfriend's brother's death so you better have a good apology later in this film which (laughs) right he does not
0: jesus and we cut immediately to the motorcycle ninjas. I guess they're in mourning now for Scorpio's death because they all do their little fancy ninja run through the training course and across. Did you see when they ran across that bridge? Yeah. And they did their little ninja run? Tiki, 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 like that little bent over ninja run that they do? Yes. And they're all training out in the Everglades again, doing their little poses and their rolls and shit like that, like all their little ninja hand poses. And the ninjas are when you look at them they get a kind of a close up shot they're basically all white
1: oh like well they're white dudes well this is the you know this is the miami ninja faction but i guess yeah american ninjas when, left and right when the two guys come in correct me if i'm wrong but do they not yep. say sir i regret to inform you that your brother jeff is dead they're not brothers i don't think they're brothers are they I don't think, but I, th- I thought they said, I regret to inform you, your brother Jim is dead. Because if they're brothers, that would make her his sister. Maybe they meant brothers in the spiritual sense.
0: He sa- Yeah, he does say, your brother Jeff is dead. Yeah, your brother Jeff. Well, he said, the one guy says, boss, we got big fucking problems. <laughs> oh yeah, boss, we got big fucking problem problems. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Big
0: fucking problems. And then the other guy goes, we regret to inform you, your brother Jeff is dead. And then he's super sad, but like... Yeah, I don't know how they're brothers. Well, one's white and one's Asian. So maybe they're half-brothers or some shit? Like, but wouldn't that make the... That would make her... His sister? I don't... Yeah, I'm... This is
1: like goddamn I'm soap opera. Confused. Really, I don't know.
0: I don't even get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even care. It's Luke and Laura. It's Luke and Laura all <laughs> Luke over again. And Laura. But they, they are the ninjas trained. We get a little flashback to Master Ninja and Scorpio with their arms around each other. And now Ninja Boss is all sad. And we gotta get revenge on Dragon Sound now like they got to be they got to be eliminated. Yeah,
1: well first they were just preventing them from growing their drug empire with their music. But now it's personal. Which was bad
0: enough. Yeah. Yeah, now it's personal. However, we do now have to wrap up the gym storyline.
1: I I'm sorry, I got to cut you off here for a second. I'm I'm so sorry. Um Yeah, please. I think this is the first time where I've seen a villain flashback. Like he's the bad guy Jeff is you dead, and he's having sentimental flashbacks about his partner slash brother, drug dealer. I don't think, I think I've seen. Right. Uh, I don't think I've seen a flashback from the perspective of a villain who's contemplating the loss of someone close to them.
0: I'm trying to think of a movie where there was a sentimental villain flashback. I think this is it. And I can't think of one. I think this is the only (laughs) one. Like, this is unique. This is unique. A sentimental villain flashback. Holy shit. That's crazy. And, okay. Speaking of crazy. Oh, yes. Jim goes outside here to the brand new sparkly mailbox and gets the mail and then says, My dad! It's my dad! Like, he's so It's so happy.
1: funny because he's like,
0: my father, my father. And then he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> just, oh, my he's, God. He's, like, just, <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. But then all the four other guys run out and they're like, what's going on? What's happening, Jim? And he's like, my father. I found my father. And they're like, oh, my God. And they pick and him they up pick on him their up shoulders like he just, in the sunlight. Like he won the championship game. Right? Holy shit. It's this is the craziest fucking movie. John Oates is wearing a towel. John Oates, I think, is wearing a fucking towel. He he is wearing, if I'm not mistaken, in that scene, he comes out wearing a fucking towel to lift him up. You're not mistaken. Like it's 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 not even a it's a patterned towel. Yeah, like a fucking bath towel. And then they go and get Jim, all dressed up in like this. Oh, how much money you got? Yeah. I got $15. What about you, $60? I got about $75. I got $250. And they go and get Jim a suit to go meet his dad. Yes. Because, you know, you got to look good to meet your dad. So they pull up in front of Jane's house here. And it's John and Jim and Mark. And they pull up and, and Jane is here with John Oates. And this is where we get the, you know, sorry, not sorry for killing your brother. <laughs> That's from from John to Jane. Yeah, she's
1: looking at him like, "Oh, you, you're the dick." Like, like he made a pass at her at a party that was unwarranted, or like grabbed her ass or whatever. She's kind of looking at him like, "You fucking dick." And he he comes in and he said, "I'm so sorry for what we did." And she's like, "It's okay. I I understand," or something like that. I think she just says, it's "I not, understand." It's not your
0: fault. I understand. Yeah, it's kind of water under the bridge now. Like it's. <laughs> That's long gone, man. That's ancient history. <laughs> my brother's dead. I'm <laughs> like, so
1: sorry I murdered your brother. It's okay. I understand.
0: Let's make out in front of all my friends. That
1: is so fucked. Like I've never seen I've never seen murder resolved so quickly.
0: So quickly. They make out in front of the boys and they cut to Jim just looking at them like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jim, they cut to Jim a little too long. Like it's not just like, a flash too long. of Jim. It's like two or three beats. And it should have been one. Oh, it's like six seconds of Jim like, like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) it's yeah, it's creepy and weird and like off putting, you know what I mean? Like why are you don't a, you shouldn't be making out like that, but B, why do you cut into Jim like that? It's so fucking weird. He killed your brother. Now we get my favorite line of the movie because the boys leave. Oh my
1: fuck. This is great.
0: And they cut to the ninjas on their motorcycles in their full ninja garb driving down the streets. This dirt road. And they go back to the boys driving down the street, the three guys. And there's probably, I don't know, 15 ninjas on not cool motorbikes. But as they come, the boys come around the corner and they come face to face. And one of the guys goes, oh, ninjas. Yeah. From the way, if you and I were driving down the street, I'd go like, oh, look, a little league game. Yeah, like we reacted. Like it's- we
1: reacted more when we were driving through Halifax and we saw that bulldog taking a shit on Connaught Avenue. Like that, <laughs> that great big bulldog that looked like he was. Remember, he was emoting like he was incredibly proud of his shit? I've never seen a dog make like that expression. Super proud yeah, shit. And we laughed our asses off. These guys come around the corner and see 15 ninjas. And he just goes, Oh, ninja. Like, he literally could not make that more passe in his delivery. Oh. Ninjas.
0: Dude, everybody stops, the ninjas get off their bikes, and these three guys leap out of the convertible and start fighting fucking ninjas. This they jump off the bridge. <laughs> I can't I can't overstate how much you have to watch this movie because they jump off the bridge and they're like In this park, water, river thing. And Jim gets fucking slashed across the suit chest by a ninja sword. And goes, ah! Yeah. Fucking Mark fights off a bunch of dudes and runs over and grabs him and yells his name in his face. He grabs Jim and just goes, Jim! Yes. In his face, like three times. Yes. He's just yelling Jim's name in his face He's over and over again. He's screaming Jim face to
1: face. And Jim Jim's fighting. I think it might have been the new suit. Like, it hadn't been broken in yet. He hadn't, like, fucking stretched it out. But Jim gets stabbed immediately. Mark's facial expressions, he is overreacting. But for me, this is where the movie made a huge tonal shift. Because Jim oh, is yeah. now mortally wounded. Yep. And Mark and John go fucking apeshit here. Like before, they,
0: go they were dog yeah, on these They boys. were just being like, oh,
1: hey, I'm going to just beat these guys up with my fists and maybe a few things I have lying around. But now they go straight on murder, berserker, rage. Because they are just like fucking rip their shirts off. They start screaming. They're just like, ah, they go bloodlust. I spent $60 on my friend's yeah. suit. They, you asshole. You asshole in
0: a hat. I'm going to fuck, fuck you with <laughs> this sword. And. They go fucking <laughs> crazy. Well, like, John even takes a sword from one of the ninjas and then hits a pose and goes, Ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, these guys are... And, like, fucked. stabs a guy and screams and, like, he chases and ninja. The, the, the other ninja is like, oh, my God, and starts to run. And John chases him. Yeah, you know you, you, you know you fucked up if you're a
1: ninja and you're running away like, oh, fuck, I can't deal with this guy. And Mark is just fucking, uh, not Mark, I'm sorry, John. John is just screaming like he is now possessed.
0: Oh, and Mark is freaking, Mark's screeching. He puts that one ninja's head between those two tree trunks and stabs him through the spine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? John gets fucking sliced through the back, but then he turns around and stabs the ninja in the Fucking chest! Oh, he does get sliced like through the back. Oh yeah, and you get that like slow motion stab with blood spurting, and is like ah, his <laughs> yeah, face covered yeah. in yeah. blood his, and shit. Yeah,
1: like again, if this is a movie that's like okay, this is a wholesome after school special, this is one that didn't fucking end happily because no. it just gets this turns dark. Charles Manson yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah, completely. Fuck,
0: like John tears his shirt off and is like ah, <laughs> he's like. Chasing ninjas through the Florida undergrowth. Like, it's fucking crazy, man. Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) there's a moment where John
1: stabs that guy. Where John stabs a ninja and blood is spraying in his face while he's screaming in slow motion. And it's like he likes it. It's like he enjoys the blood. This is the guy that's just like, hey, Snuggle Bear, maybe you'd like to date me sometime. And now all of a sudden (laughs) he's just like, I fucking love blood of my enemies dripping down my throat. I want to
0: taste it. I I want to taste taste your your blood. blood.
1: I'm going to eat your- (laughs) fucking eye in a minute and,
0: like, and i'm gonna look up your wife like he's
1: so fucking crazy
0: i'm gonna kill you and your family and your fucking pets and burn their fucking house down yeah. fucking, it's incredible john comes up kim kills a bunch of guys mark i guess kills a bunch of ninjas mark runs up out of the fucking river just covered in blood yeah and cuts this ninja's fucking face in half while he's screaming at him yes, ah! yes. <laughs> like, right he they show the ninja's face get cut in half like well, he's he crazy he's dude.
1: coming like he's fucking ready to swing a nine iron not a goddamn katana <laughs> like, and he, he is fucking <laughs> pissed like he has channeled oh they're so mad There's some shit that has happened to him that he was able to channel like YK can oh, yeah, has dark. seen some
0: shit he went dark <laughs> yeah and they cut to the uh i guess it's master ninja in the white suit uh just sort of sitting down kneeling on this park overpass or whatever
1: well then they cut to john comes running out of the underbrush drenched in fucking blood like he is fucking <laughs> yeah. like like he rolled around in the blood afterwards he is like he's gone he is gone you're not getting you're not getting john back
0: there's, you're not getting john back yeah, yeah. john's got the thousand yard stare there's forever. somebody
1: else living in that body
0: now and it ain't john <laughs> And the the one ninja comes up to the white master ninja and is like, boss, they're all dead. And the white ninja cuts his fucking head off. Yeah. White ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Swip. And then starts laughing. (laughs) (laughs) He stands up and laughs. What was with the fucking laugh? I don't get it. He stood up literally like hands on hips. (laughs) But then he runs off and meets Mark and white master ninja. And Mark have this big fucking ninja taekwondo sword fight.
1: Yeah, like, what do you...
0: It's mental. It's crazy. Like, I don't even understand what happens in this movie. <laughs> the... How do we get from from computer science class at University of Central Florida to some guy fighting a sword with two throwing knives?
1: Well, you, you gotta look at it this way. Like, yesterday, you were the fifth place winner in your computer <laughs> programming <laughs> class. And the next <laughs> fucking day... You are caked in the blood of your friends and your enemies (laughs) fighting in a public park with a ninja while your black American friend, because, yeah, he's black American. There's not just, you know, American. Your friend's (laughs) guts are spilling on the fucking leaves next to you, and you have to fight the white ninja biker drug dealer head of the crime syndicate, which is fucking crazy. And he does the same That's... the same knife move that they did earlier that he, you know, he, yes. he was practicing at the campus. So it's a good thing that, you know, he had practiced that.
0: This guy, when you see the the master white ninja here, it's supposed to be uh, a guy named C Yi Joe, who plays Yashito, like the the Master White Ninja. Yes. But when they finished the whole movie, uh YK Kim didn't like the cut of the movie and He went back and shot more and changed the ending. Yeah, because I think Jim dies in the original ending. I think Jim dies in the original ending. And he didn't like that. He didn't like the fight scene and stuff. But by the time he came back to rewrite and redo the movie, C. Yee-Jo, who plays Yashito, had already gone back to fucking Korea. Oh, okay. So if you look at the white ninja here... It's actually William Angley, the guy that plays Jeff, like one of the fucking yes, that's crazy. It's a white dude, and you can see that because oh. they show his goddamn face.
1: Yes, you can see his face clearly that it's not him.
0: Yeah, and then like you said, he comes up behind him with the knife and does the fake I-can't-see-you blind attack, stab him in the stomach, move, Yeah, and finishes him off with that.
1: And then we get these fucked up slow motion flashbacks of them going crazy in the jungle.
0: Yeah. I don't understand that. Like, I don't know why there's, I, I don't understand why there's flashbacks. Well, I. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause the, the intensity on Mark's face is. In.
1: Yeah. Insane.
0: Is insane. When he's got the sword and he's yelling, come on. And like they freeze frame on him and shit. And then they go to the car. And, yeah. And Mark is like crying with Jim. Like, Oh Jim, I want you to be okay. Like they're crying and stuff. And. John is like trying to drive, but is trying to talk like it's fucking Mr. Orange in the back seat. You know yeah, I mean? You're gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Say the goddamn words. Say the goddamn you're fucking be okay, words. Jim. Say the goddamn fucking words. <laughs> We're going to see your dead, Jim And they go to the hospital and John Oh, dude, when they
1: when they fucking hard cut like they're driving, they're like, oh my god, oh god cut, hang in there Jim, hang in there Jim. And then they hard cut to the four of them fucking sitting in the hospital waiting room yeah. in the chairs. Yeah. I found that fucking hilarious because it's the three of them and Jim's father who's wearing the fucking suit um, who's sitting there with them. And none of them are talking or conversing. They're all just sitting in the chair in a fucking straight line staring straight ahead. It's awesome. It was
0: fucking hilarious because they cut there. And in my head, I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? On the end. Well, that's the thing. They
1: just slipped an extra guy
0: they in. They just slipped that extra. He's like, that's not Jim. What the fuck? And then he stands up and goes, how's my son? I'm like, you that's yeah. not the guy from the picture. No. From earlier in the movie where they show Jim's dad, that's not the guy. <laughs> like, you that is not the guy. Switch that motherfucker and- out for this guy that you dusted some cornstarch in his fucking hair. Yeah, and yeah. make him look we older. Like, some, like what the fuck is happening? Like
1: <laughs> I think it's I think it might actually be Jim with cornstarch <laughs> in his hair. That it would be might fucking be. amazing if it was. That would. Oh. and I like how the doctor's like, "Yeah, he's gonna pull through." Uh, it's really amazing that you're here because that's what helped. Like, like. <laughs> Like not my surgical skills. On the operating table, putting yeah, his fucking intestines back stuff. inside Jim his body. just like, yeah, yeah. He was walking around with his arsehole in his hand <laughs> and I put that back inside him and sewed him up. But the fact that you were waiting here, you know, in the waiting room, patiently with a bag uh, of ringolos, amazing, you know? Yeah. And I like how the father's like, yeah, I was a shitty father but I won't be anymore or some like really
0: stupid fucking dialogue or like something ridiculous. <laughs> and it's so funny. Cause they wheel Jim out here like right away. And oh yeah, immediately. So Jim is there, his dad's there and fucking Mark goes, Jim, how do you feel? And Jim goes, well, it still hurts, but you know, I'm glad you're here. And I'm like, yeah, you just came out of surgery or some shit. You just got slashed with a fucking ninja sword. Yeah. It hurts still. Jesus. Well, yeah, of course it still hurts. I just got a sword through
1: the chest, like <laughs> fucking just before we came here to this hospital. I got the sword to the chest, and it's such a fucking. They do this like long shot of them in the hallway, walking towards. And they're you. all standing there, fucking awkwardly, and then they all start to walk towards
0: camera. It's so fucking stupid, and then it cuts to the fucking freeze frame graphic card. Only through the elimination yeah. of violence can we achieve world peace. <laughs> what the fuck you just showed me a giant ninja fight in the florida jungle
1: nuts man how are you going to talk about the elimination
0: of violence you showed me a movie where a guy's head came off yeah and everybody thought it was hilarious because everybody laughed it was fucking hysterical
1: i fucking love this it's so bad it's so bad every minute of it
0: that it it transcends bad and it's into i can't not watch this yeah. Like, I do want to do a public showing of this at some point. When we I, when we get to the point where we're doing You Have Offended This Podcast live shows, like, this is a movie we're showing. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%.
1: Because aside from the fact that, of the graphic violence and titties and all that stuff, like, I can see the cast of this film and YK Kim doing a high school assembly tour you remember when they used to give yes! the afternoon off and they'd take you to the gym and you'd do shit i can see them like okay now we're going to screen the movie hey believe in your dreams then play the movie yep. and then afterwards YKK gets up and does a fucking speech on how you should believe in yourself and bring peace to the world and then they start doing a board breaking demonstration while they're playing the fucking songs from this so it's like against the ninja <laughs> whack whack We are strong to do. Whack, whack. Like, I can see this as a huge... Like, I think he possibly may have made this film as a Taekwondo student recruitment video.
0: Oh, I would 100% think that. And they would be doing their Taekwondo demonstration while uh, one of these school administrators took one of these senior students aside and was like, why would you show this movie to my students? There was breasts in that movie. And there was a... Decapitation, there was sir. A decapitation. Drugs.
1: Cocaine. No, the message is to stay away from cocaine. Everybody that did cocaine is
0: dead. <laughs> like, yes, <Jesus>. violently so. <laughs> like, this, uh, sir, <laughs> sir. This movie, this movie is not what you promised us. This is a lot more violent. Yes, but Taekwondo is pretty dope, right? Don't you agree? Look at him out there. Look at—he's <laughs> kicking very high. Well, no, the the dopeness of Taekwondo was never in question, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, this movie was crazy. Okay, so (laughs) I hesitate to ask, but what do you give this for soundtrack?
1: This is going to sound fucking ridiculous.
0: (laughs) If you say five, I'm going to fly to to Halifax and smack your fucking head in.
1: (laughs) No, no, but it's going to be high. I'm giving it four fists out of five for soundtrack.
0: (laughs) Okay, And... And
1: I think a lot of the points may be, ironically, but I fucking love the fact that, for several things, I love the fact that they created their own music and songs for this film. Yes. I loved how it tied into the story, because the songs that they sing are actually songs that are performed by the band, yes. so I have to give points for that. The music, like that rock synth, is very very good and the lyrics are so fucking bad and expository that i have to give it another point so i'm at four fists out
0: of five for soundtrack in this film man i am gonna go three fists out of five because when i heard the the songs for this movie my initial thought was what the fuck am i listening to but i was bobbing my goddamn head to it and i kept singing the songs the next day and for days after like they're catchy stupid fucking songs i can't i can't get them out of my head so i have to give it points because (laughs) it's fucking earwormy and much like steven seagal's shitty accents and horrific acting it increased my enjoyment of the movie like i was laughing and having a good time and it 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 made the movie better, so I'm gonna go three fifths out of five for soundtrack. I can't believe I said that well, the
1: funny thing is, like at the end of the film, over the credits, they're doing like the flashbacks and stuff, and they're playing what would be considered uh Jim's song, yes. Which the lyrics open up like, I can't remember exactly what they are, but like, like you've searched forever for your father. Like, well like, oh, fuck, isn't that on the nose? And, you know, he'll listen to a couple more lines and it's like, but now you've got to face the ninja cocaine dealing biker. Like, and you're just like, well, fuck, I have
0: to, I have to fucking give this movie respect for fucking going for it. Yeah, it's it's hard not to, man. Like, as bad as it is... Like, I mean, if we're going to talk about acting next... Like, the acting is fucking terrible. But... Yes. And it's a big but. Everybody in the movie is trying their best. And you can tell that they want this movie to be good. Like, they're going for it. And even though they're not good, they're trying, man. And I have to give... I have to give a bit of credit for that, like I really do. So, and and again, on top of that, as bad as it is, it increased my enjoyment of this movie for what it was. So, I gotta I gotta go three fifths out of five for acting for this.
1: It's crazy because I'm also going three fifths out of five for acting. Yeah, like the acting. It's like we we talked about things before where you're like okay you're watching a joke it's a joke the joke is going on too long <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. and then suddenly suddenly the joke is going on too long so you lose you lose the the initial laughter you're just like okay that's pretty funny okay he's he's okay yeah all right you're dragging this out a little long okay and now it's annoying yep. right and now it's bothering you and like holy fuck okay you're really milking this joke and they milk it more yep. And they more. keep going, and then all of a sudden it comes around again, and you're like, okay, this guy's fucking milking this, and now you're cracking up again, yeah. harder than you were the first. It time. It becomes way and funnier. It's
0: Peter Griffin on the curb going, ah, shh, ah, shh, for five minutes, yeah, right. And by the end, and you're dot, you're crying, is. your stomach hurts, you're making dolphin noises, like it's the funniest yeah. shit ever.
1: And that's what I think is so good. Like you know Jim's Jim speech, like. My mother was Korean, like that's fucking hilarious. And then, as that speech just kept going, yep. my father was Black American, and then we moved around here. And then Dad said he was gonna leave, but he never came back. And I always look, and it's like, oh fuck, he's still yeah, going. Like, like, I don't need any
0: of this, but I'm engrossed now.
1: I am so engrossed in this incredible backstory. That is so rich with detail, and he's putting this out there with the worst acting ever. And the longer he goes, the more I'm pulled in. I love it. (laughs) So yeah, I'm gonna go three fists out of five
0: for acting. Okay, so for martial arts, uh, again, it's it's a scale, right? Because Like Y.K. Kim's martial arts, with respect to the fighting, are not half bad. The choreography for the mass majority is utter dog shit. Yes. And the mass majority of people in this movie can't fight, can't movie fight, can't stunt at all. But that shit made me laugh so fucking hard sometimes. And it increased my enjoyment, so... For martial arts, like I, I, I have to go three fifths out of five again,
1: which is so crazy. It's fucking insane that I said that. I understand. I I understand why you say it because it is incredibly enjoyable to watch, as bad as it is. Like you know, we did Kung Fu Hustle last, yes, and they're doing Wile E. Coyote. And they're doing all this animation, (laughs) and arms are twisting, and fucking heads are getting put into the dirt. But we gave that five out of five, where in actuality, a lot of it wasn't real martial arts. Like, we weren't watching martial arts. We were watching CGI, cartoonish stuff. But it looked realistic in this world that they created, and this is kind of the opposite. It's straight
0: dog shit. (laughs) What you really enjoy? It. Well, and it's exactly what you said before, where you know we say every every beginning of the of the podcast we watch martial arts movies, but that's like saying I listen to comedy because yeah. like there's a world of difference between Brian Regan and Doug Stanhope yeah. and Emo Phillips. Do you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, I love I love all three of I them. I love all three of like, those guys. Brian but, Regan
1: yeah. Brian Regan is like the cleanest comic. in ever, that never curses, and then Stanhope is just like, oh, oh blah, blah, I, I won't even say the fucking shit that he says. <laughs> Right. And then, you know, Emo Phillips is just like fucking in outer space, and I really enjoy all three of them. And this is fucking straight dog This shit, is Emo Phillips. But- this is yeah. This is the evil
0: film <laughs> shit, and I have to say, it's one of my favorite fucking martial arts it's movies. Really good. Like, I know, right? Yeah, this is in the genre that it's in, which is so bad that it's good. It's one of the best. So yeah, yeah. fuck man. What did you give it for martial arts? Same.
1: I'm giving it a two and a half fist out two of and five. A half, okay. I'm going right in the middle from the standpoint that some of it is absolute dog shit like really really bad but in some ways because it's so bad it's fucking great like you know the prosthetics the fake blood the fact like you know because i'm i'm i I don't just talk about the physical aspects of the martial arts but you know we talked about the karate kid being you know a movie about martial arts that basically takes you on this beautiful character arc This takes you on the opposite arc because John is like the sweetest guy in the world. I'm like, oh, here's a piece of shit, drug dealer, brother, fucking fuck face, asshole, useless. And he's like, hi, I've heard a lot of nice things about you. Yep. Right? Like, he's he's such a nice guy. He's not going to bring up, oh, I heard you, your sister told me you were a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's just like, I've heard a lot of great things about yep. you. And then at the end of the movie, he's drenched in fucking blood, <laughs> murdering people. Straight murdering people. Like a fucking Nor- Norse berserker, you know, and there's fucking blood and nipples are in the fucking river and fucking Jim's dead and he's fucking into the bloodlust. That's his character arc. John goes fucking mental. So I- I'm i going to give it two out a half and a five. Some stuff I absolutely love. Some stuff I thought was just like, you know, a shit wagon uh, going
0: off the road. I don't think there were any defenestrations in this movie.
1: No, no. Mostly because they had the convertibles.
0: Uh, Fair (laughs) enough. Yeah, that's true. And this movie might be the. uh, This might be unique again because. Yeah. I don't think that Sam O'Hung would have made this movie better.
1: I. I'm in the position where I kind of agree with you because I like this movie because of its imperfections. That's what I mean. And Sam Hung would elevate it to a point where it falls apart. Yes. So I agree. Okay,
0: and here's the other half of my uniqueness. I think William Hung in this movie would make it better if he was one of the crew. If he was one of the band. I, I also agree <laughs> with that. If William Hung... Okay,
1: I just want you to imagine this. The band is doing exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Nothing has changed. William Hung is now on stage in that fucking red singlet. Yes. And he's the and he's the fucking he's tambourine t- player. <laughs> you just think about he's that for a second. He's gotta be
0: in the band, right? He's gotta
1: be in the band. Like, they're playing against the ninja, and he is fucking just... Banging Smiling, the banging the tambourine off his Smiling palm. Smiling, off his palm, Light. off his hips. Pointing at chicks in the crowd. Hey. Yeah. Pointing to chicks in the in the crowd. Yeah. I have no formal training in tambourine <laughs> playing. Like it's fucking great. So yeah, this film is unique that I don't want to add Samuel Hung to make it better, and I do want to add <laughs> William, William Hung <laughs> to
0: make it worse
1: his like i want to his see taekwondo
0: that. wouldn't be worse than a lot of the dudes in the movie so like. oh i know <laughs> like fuck dude f- fucking
1: great oh,
0: hell yeah and that my friend is a wrap on 1987's miami connection holy shit balls i need a breath after that i need a cigarette or something after that good lord yeah that was crazy that was crazy good call for next week I'm really fucking excited for a couple reasons about next week. Number one, we're actually going to be the first time recording the podcast in the same room. you goddamn right. And for the second reason, we're jumping ahead a little bit to 1991. And we're going right in. Oh, yes, yes. Dolph Lundgren, Tia Carrere, Showdown in Little Tokyo, baby.
1: Yes, I watched this with you uh, on VHS.
0: I'm so fucking excited for this. I haven't watched this movie in forever. Yeah, man. I And... Oh, I can't yeah, wait too. to talk through this movie. So, goddamn, yeah, next a week, one. Showdown in Little Tokyo, 1991, on You Have Offended This Podcast.